pencil. Today's society, there are very few places where you can still be yourself, and the freedom of expression actually exists. This is page 108, paragraph 3, no jokes dealing with flatulence, excretion, urination, ejaculation, or other bodily functions. Also, no paragraph 2, millions of the so-called seven dirty words. These are until now. You sound hot as hell and I listen to you every night. You son of a bitch. You make me sad baby before I go to sleep. You're going down, sister! Cool, say. Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, where real people with fake names and invisible faces create the ultimate in reality radio. You can live through us. Um, it's just too bad that you can't sniff our fingers through the radio. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFS. Mi gente, let's do this damn thing. Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout. 106.7 WJFK, it is Saturday night, so your Saturday night brothers are with you. El Jefe, J-Dubs, Johnny Punani, and our special help in the back, whom will come in and join us just a little bit later on. Phone numbers tonight, if you would uh, like to participate. 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. Of course, we always encourage the AOL for Broadband instant messaging. want to say hello to everybody who's using their AOL for Broadband right now. And it is J-F-K-L-H-E-F-E. That's J-F-K-E-L-J-E-F-E. Also, the website, very special thanks to our buddy uh, J.D., who created the website for us, El Jefe, E-L-J-E-F-E dot T-K. Now, I would like to say something. When am I going to get J-Dubs dot T-K? I'm sure it's available right now, bro. I don't think too many... J-Dubs dot com's been taken. Has it really? Yeah. You know, El Jefe... By some meatpacking company. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, Let me hop on the AOL for broadband right now and see what jdubs.com does. Now, do they have the hyphen like you do? No, I should try the hyphen. Let me see. Jdubs.com on the AOL for broadband. You know what pisses me off? Meatpacking. That makes a lot of sense. No. <laughs> try, yeah, try punani.com. It's got to oh, be a porn site. Yeah, yeah I wonder I, what that, that, that is. That'd be a hell of a oh, pop-up. Well, hey, you know. El Jefe, let's do El Jefe, and then we'll do Punani. El Jefe.com. Uh, That's um, Latino. I think uh, it's a band site, to oh. be perfectly honest with you. You know what pisses me off? It's under construction. Ooh. Now I could buy El Jefe.us. Dot net, dot org. This is somewhat of an organization. But I think there's a band by the name of El, uh, El Jefe in um, L.A. Yeah. You know what pisses me off? I ordered my uh, Detroit Lions J-Dubs jersey. I want to compliment you on it for wearing it two days in a row. <laughs> I'm hardcore, man. But I ordered it with the dash in it, and there's no dash. They didn't put in a hyphen, huh? No, they didn't put the hyphen in. Now, you ordered the, uh, is that the home jersey, the yeah. Honolulu Blue? Actually, they've kind of gone away from the Honolulu. It's more of a true blue now. Number 22, J-Dubs Lion jersey. Yep. And you wore it yesterday, and you were so excited for the Ron and Fez movie night. I'm sure you wore it outside. Did you get any compliments on it? No, but people knew who I was because I was wearing it, you know? Well, they knew because your name's on the back Exactly, of it. exactly. So, like, no one would get me confused with some other ass wipe out there. Now, <laughs> um, I, I, I wanted to order a jersey for myself, a Dallas Mavericks El Jefe jersey, but I thought that would be real douchey. I thought it would be douchey to buy the jersey of the team that I like and put my own name on it. See, I, the, th- the reason, the big reason why I bought it it's because the station does not have any station gear. Now, white T-shirts. We can draw El Jefe and J-Dubs all over those white T-shirts all we want to. So I figured if we'd ever do a bench or anything, 
We should have something, you know? You know what I'd like? We could get some of those white t-shirts. I wonder if the hideout, like, listeners, if there are any true artists. Because I wonder if there's, like, a hideout listener who could come in and on the back, like, write El Jefe on the back of it and, like, a picture or something and put it all over and, like, really get our own homemade WJFK El Jefe J-Dubs Punani hideout gear. When we first started, Oddball had a pretty cool design for one of our t-shirts. Remember that? That's right. He had something about punching the clown. Yeah, like a, a clown just getting punched in the face. Actually, I think it was a hand around a clown. Around a clown, and you knew what the clown pretty much looked yeah. like. Yeah. That's right. Maybe we get Oddball to do it. Oddball, who does the overnights here at WJFK. Punani, speaking of jerseys, it's still working on them. Our DC. They're all over. No, they're all over. It's they've they've got. Believe it or not, they got to get the okay from the. League and things like that. So to give the the, the DC United jerseys to all it? over it. All right, you, you're gonna get them. The I'm, season's not over yet. I'm afraid the league's gonna fold before we get oh, our. No, 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 no. That's WSA. That's not MLS. MLS is strong. It's not oh. the same thing. No, of course not. It's soccer, right? In fact, uh, the league did. The MLS just got another investor. Don't they play for the Stanley Cup? Oh, listen to you people. They don't actually divide up soccer, uh, girls, boys, right? It's pretty much the same when you play when you're seven. It's yeah, girls, yeah, boys yeah. on the same team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It should be. Well, listen to you people. We got we got the Women's World Cup going on right now. The U.S. What? is kicking some butt. Who? The U.S. is kicking some butt. Where is that being played at? In the U.S. Is it? Yes. Where? Okay. It was down at RFK last Sunday. Who knew? Okay. Come on. The U.S. was all over Nigeria, five to nothing, and... Uh, I think they beat North Korea. Or, you know, they're all over it. How many people were at RFK for this event? I don't know. Two? A couple thousand. Two naughty? A couple thousand. <laughs> what any any no. hot chicks? Yeah, hey, and, hey, the league has some strong, strong... In fact... And no. they were with ugly chicks um, as <laughs> dates. No, 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 no. You want to pull up heathermitts.com, and that's one of the players in the former league. And the AOL for broadband? No, no, no. Heathermitts.com. Yes, on the AOL for broadband. Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah, that's, I knew you said that. You gotta forgive me, man. I just I, I woke up to five. I've been doing the real job. Two, two T's. Uh, yes, yes. Mm, how's this? How's this whore look? Yeah, uh huh. Eh, she's cute, but look, pull, she, she plays soccer. She looks like a man. Pull up. No, no. Go there and pull up. Um. Look at those thighs, Dubs. Could oh, you, ever be you would the... love those thighs wrapped no, around your no, ribs, no. crushing you. No, I'm not into the pain thing, man. Oh, could, could you be with a chick whose thighs were thicker than your torso? Wouldn't bother me a bit as I scream in pain as she's just. But you like the fat girls. Look at this. She's got, <laughs> you go go to the uh, go to the photo gallery and pull up some of those pics. She's got these fat thighs and like no boobs. Now, no, you got to go to the photo gallery, man. Now, I'm telling you. Hanani, what? Have you ever pleasured yourself to pictures of this? Yes. Position? Awesome. Have you? Are there other? That's guys great. Go, that to the, go to the photo gallery. The second thing down. I'm not that interested. He, he in is soccer. so into soccer that he pleasured himself to soccer porn. <laughs> all right, there, all right. There is a good picture of her model. Hit that. Hit, hit the model pictures. But look how big her thighs are. Dude, that was the. They're all headshots. Extended. Oh, please. Yeah, go to look. What, what do you think is thicker, her her neck or her thighs? Because they look pretty on part of me. She looks like she's got. Brian Erlach's, uh You know, oh, you know who she's? Uh, she's Jay Feely. Is it Jay Feely, the backup quarterback of Philadelphia? That's yeah, what she's doing. So I mean, you know, hey, all those the quarterback. All those sports people stick together. Oh, look, there's actually a link for Match.com on this website. <laughs> it's, <laughs> speaking of which, um, we're supposed to be. Is Howard, you met Jay? I think so. I think we're having Alyssa in. For those of you that are hardcore listeners of the Hideout, Alyssa's this girl that we met during the hurricane. 
during Hurricane Isabel, she called in that night when we did the special hurricane edition of the hideout. We talked to her last week. She's very, very cute, so somehow we've managed to talk her into come in and hanging out hanging out on the hideout. And she's gonna be here at some point. We got some games to play with her and I just wanna look this chick over. You never uh oh, you never know what she's actually going to look like. Because these pictures online of her are really, really hot. But I am a little worried meeting her in person. I just got a note. You know, the one thing that bothers that me she's is on her way. I mean, I heard about this rule of 15, and I kind of knew about it way back when. And it's a scientific study that women lie about their weight by 14.8 pounds. So it's called the rule of 15. Really? Yeah, I, I read that or heard that somewhere. And, I've heard that before, too. And I'm just like, you know, because she said 125, if I remember. 130. 130? <laughs> She's got to be 5'9", 130 if it's going to look good. You know, so i, I got to admit, now, don't get me wrong. Seven. All women to me are gorgeous, as you know. <laughs> Somalian. She has 6'7", She has to look like Yao Ming, like Yao Ming size 140. <laughs> Backup power forward for the Mystics. That's what I'm looking for. 800-636-1067, I, I want to say hello to the newest El Jefe's Hideout listener. This was actually very cool, Dub. So Monday, we're hanging out here uh, in the prod room. And Monday was a big day for the station because Don and, Mac, Don and Mike were coming back live. They had uh, settled their dispute with Westwood One. They were coming back live on the air. It had been like six days or so. And I'm sitting in prod two, and it was right before showtime. And Michael Mayer comes into prod two. And he's like, Hefe, got to tell you, listen to the hideout for the first time. Really, really funny. You guys were talking about some chick and her website and whether or not she was looking as good as her picture or not. I got to say, it was put together well. It was well thought out. Very funny. You guys are onto something. So but if uh, squirrel finds a nut, right? So if uh, Michael Mayer is listening to the follow-up right now, hi, hi, buddy. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for coming into the hideout, and hopefully one day you too will want to earn your hideout pass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was cool, though, man. It's always good to be to have validation from your peers, from the people that work at the radio station. There's no Mike's big. He's huge. He's nationally syndicated. There's no reason for him to come over and say, "Half a good show," unless he means it. You know what? Everybody here comes up to you and says, "Good show." About, I'd say, ninety percent of the whole station does not even know that I'm on this show. Wait, wait, wait. Ninety percent of the people don't know I work at this station. I mean, Ben, the janitor, and I are our closest friends, other than you two. Nobody else knows it. Nobody knows it. I mean, uh, here's the funny thing. I come in here after a year and a half. I'm sitting in here. Now, we're talking about Oddball. And what, and for whatever reason, uh, Oddball and I had to talk to one of He had, Miss Bobby had to talk to Oddball. <laughs> and Miss Bobby is the GM, of the, uh, not gen, business manager. Uh-huh. And she thought I was Oddball. This is a year and a half after I was at this station. And I guarantee you, most people at this station don't know who I am. Now they know me as the pastry guy. That's it, because you bring in pastries. Yeah. Getting back to you, Sorry, though, I Dubs, <laughs> getting back to you, there's a reason I named it El Jefe's Hideout. Why? Because I want everybody to love me. I know. You are, <laughs> you are such a drama queen. You need everybody to love you. And hate you. <laughs> At the same time, I don't care. Just make, just feel something about me. That's all I'm asking. And you know what? They're always laughing at my comments. Now, how great is that, though? Because you're really the funny one on the show. You're really, when it comes down to it, I mean, you're not the star of the show, <laughs> but you definitely make things happen on this show. And who gets all the credits? Who gets all the credit, whether it's on DCRTV.com, whether it's anywhere else? It's, man, that El Jefe show, it's either really funny 
or it sucks. And it's the same thing with everybody around the building. You know what? You're lucky that I don't care about the glory, really. I do, but I don't because you have lost another character this week if I... <laughs> If that was the case. <laughs> so congratulations to Mike O'Mara and, of course, Don Geronimo and Rob and Charlie and Buzz and everybody for their new contract with Westwood One. It was great to hear them live this week. It, and it was a great, great set of shows. You just heard the Don and Mike weekend replays well before us. That's a great lead-in, too. That Dennis Murphy bit was awesome. Um, the other thing, too, congratulations to Mike for his Boston Red Sox. Boston Red Sox in the Major League Baseball Playoffs. And you and Mike got into an interesting conversation about what it's like to be a fan of teams that suck. Well, I probably caught him in the, in the conversation because we were riding the elevator together. He's probably like, God, this guy stinks. Because <laughs> he's wearing the same jersey yeah, every but, goddamn day. But yeah, We got to start a pool now as to when's the next time J-Dubs takes the jersey off. Did you sleep in it, too? Yes, and uh, usually it's a backtrack, bat okay. you know. But uh, me and Mike were taking the uh, elevator up, and... You, we were talking about the Red Sox. And he's like, man, it's it's always good to be a Red Sox about every 10 years. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, you're lucky. I'm a Lions fan. I've never had a good year of being a fan of the Lions. Well, you have that one year when they beat the Cowboys when Scott Mitchell was playing just out of his mind. Amazing. Any year that Scott Mitchell's your quarterback is not a good year to be a Lions fan. And, you know, I can, I can go through what you guys are going through. I can definitely understand what it is because my Mavericks sucked forever. And I've been with the Mavs hardcore for a very, very long time. And they've just now made the playoffs for the first time. And you know what I'm really afraid of with my team, man? I'm really afraid that they are going to end up like the Atlanta Braves or like the Buffalo Bills, who were very good. It's a good team. They get into the playoffs, but they're never going to win the big one. Because Mavs, it's all offense, no defense. And that's not the way you win an NBA championship. That's not how you win any championship. You, on the other hand, you have hope for your Lions. They started off well. They got Harrington quarterback. You got Charles Rogers. You got a nice little young foundation if Harrington can keep his heart straight. Yeah, well, the thing is, whatever team has Scott Mitchell owning 90% of the quarterback records... It's not a good franchise. I'm... What about that year you had for Rod? That was good, right? No. Charlie Batch? <laughs> Charlie Batch. No go, huh? No go at all. I mean, he, he came in, and the Detroit fans are so flighty. The guy comes in as a backup to uh, Mitchell and just has a great game. And everybody, everybody bought the Batch jerseys and all that kind of stuff, and we're screaming for Batch. And, of course, the coaches always do what the fans say in Detroit because they're so up and down. What about Andre Ware? He did well for you, right? No? He won a Heisman Trophy. What happened? Come on. This, Detroit, are, Detroit hasn't had a team since Alex Karras. Come on. 800-636-1067. Why, why are you digging the knife even deeper into my back? 202-432-1067. You did have a great running back there for a while. What happened to him? He got Mark. <laughs> he quit? Is that what happened? Yes, he quit. Before his time, he got smart and let the... That's the only good thing that's ever come out of Detroit is Eminem. Come on. He was con contract. Um, we were talking about the AOL for broadband and getting online as we're looking at this heathermits.com. Hotornot.com. We need an update on how our operations manager, Cameron Gray, is doing. Now, Cameron, we did something interesting with Cameron earlier. Dubs, he invited us over to his apartment. Well, well, actually, actually the townhouse, right? Yeah, actually, we uh, bugged him because everybody else at the station has been over to his house except for us. 
We're like, why don't we ever get to see it? You know, so he finally just took us for a tour. And this guy is living fat. He's got a great pad. He's got a great setup, man. And until about four months ago, all he was was a board op. He was a board operator four months ago, and then... And here he is on HotOrNot.com as we're giving the update. If you want to link to it from ElJefe.tk, E-L-J-E-F-E.tk. Cameron still has an 8. So somewhere in this disturbing world of ours, between 1 being not and 10 being hot, Cameron Gray, our operations manager, is an 8. That's a drunk Cameron Gray right there, too, in that picture. Now, that makes me happy because that means a hot guy is hitting on me. (laughs) I don't know if you know this, Dubs, but I walk in. Monday was a great day for me. Between Michael Maris saying he listens to the hideout, and then I go upstairs to the boss's office just saying, what's up, you know, maybe trying to get a little feedback from how Saturday's show went. He said, hey, don't leave yet. Come here, I got some for you. So he opens up, he gives me this package. Now, of course, whenever a boss... Yes. Whenever a boss says, hey, I've got something for you, you're thinking, all right, it's your last paycheck. By the way, can I have your key and get out of here? We changed the codes. Instead, he hands me this package. <laughs> he wrapped it. <laughs> <laughs> and I go in, and I'm like, huh, all right. So I open it up, and sure enough, sure enough, brother, Cameron Gray has gotten me a present. Cameron got me... Hold on a second. Tommy, could you go uh, let some people in the front? Thank you. Cameron got me a Mexican wrestling bobblehead doll. Now, it's... uh, What is this? Lucha Libra? Yes. Lucha Libra. And you keep up with Mexican wrestling, don't you? I used to. I haven't kept up with it in about since I was in high school. But I used to be really big into Mexican wrestling. And apparently they have a character in Mexican wrestling named El Jefe. Now, i got two questions for you. This is cool, and I like it when people get me stuff. I love presents, and especially anything that has El Jefe. But at the same time, isn't it a little odd that our boss is giving us presents? Dubs, don't you find it just a little bit strange that our boss is giving me, El Jefe, his subordinate, a present? And he wrapped it? I, I think that's the most disturbing part about it. I mean, if he just saw that and picked it up, I'd be like, all right. And you know what else but he did? he wrapped it. You know what else he did? Before he would actually, he, he took the time to cross out the price. <laughs> now, that's something. I'm not going to go to where I want to go with that joke. That's something you do with your chick. That's like, I got something really cheap. So I'm going to cross it out or really expensive, but you never want. Because you want, you want to make it more about the thought as opposed to the actual gift. So he buys me a gift, he marks out the price, <laughs> and he wraps it. How, how uncomfortable was it when he... I want, I want to go step by step through this. He hands it to you. He's like, wait, don't leave. I got something for you. Stand up, stand up. No, he was sitting down. Oh, okay. So he turns around, and he picks this thing up, and he hands it to me. And then he's got that look on his face. That S-eaten grin. And that, like, like almost embarrassed, like... You know that look that whenever... Like, when, when, when you first ask a girl out, like, I don't know, um, if you don't have a date, if you don't aren't going with anybody else, could you, uh, do you mind going to the dance with me? It's more the look of, you know, you just sign the check whenever you're at dinner with some hot chick, and you just sign the check and you leave a fat tip and you know, all right, this is my ticket to getting at least oral... And you always make the uh, the price available for her so she knows how much. You're like, wow, $93. All we had was a couple meals eats and a couple drinks. 
High end, huh? I guess I should tip, what, I don't know, 20, 25? Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, well, I'm, well, I'm going to go for 30. I'm feeling generous today. Then you have the little smirk, and then you have the little smirk as you, as you put the thing to the side, leaving it for the waiter or the waitress. That's the same smirk that Cameron had on his face as he hands me the Mexican wrestling bobblehead El Jefe doll. So did he tell you that his engagement was broken off, too? No! Oh, okay. Just want to make even, sure. I asked him. I was like, dude, you're engaged to a very beautiful woman. She doesn't find it a little odd that you're getting your male friend's gifts and you're wrapping them? <laughs> he had no answer. He just, like, laughed it off and shook it off and said, whatever, get out of here. That's what I get for trying to be a good friend. <laughs> and then, when you do something like that, that's even queerer. Because it's like he gets mad because instead of saying, wow, dude, this is really cool, I'm like, hey, aren't you worried this is a little gay here? We're having, again, nothing wrong with that. You're not, you're not going to find a bigger champion on the radio of, of homosexuals than I am. But I'm just like, hey, bro, True enough. you're my, you know, you're my boss. This is a little awkward. I think it's just the rapping and the smirk and, like, the, just the uncomfortable. I guarantee there's an uncomfortable silence when you're opening it up, too. Like, the anticipation of you just going, like, like a kid watching, like a guy watching his kid open his first birthday present or something. <laughs> or, the, or the child molester opening up the, watching the kid open up the piece of candy in the back of the van. Or the zipper. <laughs> 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. For me, at least I'm comfortable enough in my sexuality that I don't worry about that kind of stuff. Well, you shouldn't worry about it. If he has a crush on me, he has a crush on me, and I can deal with that. I'm not going to be like other people who want to start beating people up. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I, I've been taking, talking about the Clay Aiken CD for forever. I don't know why you never bought me that. I had to go out buy it myself. He didn't buy you? Yeah, exactly. He, he, I don't see him buying you a J-Dubs jersey. I think he's got something special for me again. It's because it's El Jefe's hideout. Everybody about the dubs. Now, let me ask you, when is your birthday, Dubs? October 20th. October 20th? What do you want to do for your birthday, bro? Do you want me to take you out? Or are you going to uh, spend the time alone? Or what are you going to do? I'm not sure yet. I haven't really gotten... It's, it's another... Well, it's only three weeks away now. What are you going to be, 23? Yeah. 23 years old. What if I buy you a number 23 J-Dubs uh, Detroit Lions jersey, but I get you a white one? Would you wear that one? I would wear that one. How much did that one cost you? Uh, 90 bucks. Damn. All right, that won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in radio. I don't even know how you afforded $90. It actually is my birthday present from my girlfriend. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. That's it. And you got it this early. Well, I wanted it for the season. Do you think that she's going to get you anything else actually on your birthday besides a, a BJ will. maybe? Yeah. She will. She'll give me some other stuff. Well, it's all Hefe's hideout on 106.7 WJFK. But the thing is, we have a joint bank account now, so actually I'm buying it, too. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm splitting the bill. What, like, is, yeah. what is with the, a joint bank account? It's easier to What's that, the step one to marriage? Probably. Yeah, it is. I'll, I'll tell you this. Of course, I'm divorced now, but whenever I was with my wife previously, my ex-wife, I guess now, we're still in the separation phase. <sighs> it hurts. But whenever I was with her originally, we... When we were in high school, because we were high school sweethearts, in high school we used to put our money together. So we like almost started a joint bank account type thing in high school together. Where we were like, hey, look at this. If we put our money together, we'll have more money so that we can go to, you know, Six Flags or to the movies or, you know, in high school, Olive Garden's real nice. And actually, with this joint bank account, I save a lot of money because I, I don't want her to see what I'm spending it on, you know, because I just, when I have my own money and no one knows what I'm doing with it, 
I turn into a giant movie star. I'll buy people drinks. I'll throw down the cash. Yeah, but I mean, isn't she going out and buying shoes? And I mean, I, yeah, I've met your gal, and she's a, she's adorable, and she's a sweetheart, and seems very level-headed. But yeah, she I, I, maybe I guess I just don't trust any women, man. I just no way. She treats herself, but she allows me to do what I want to. Have you ever been married, Punani? No, I got engaged. Uh, real close, real close. Got engaged. We were living together. We had the invitations all set up. Or did you find you uh, punching the clown to uh, soccer porn? No, man. I... <laughs> Nah, it was just one of those things we both just realized that just was not ready. Just neither one of us. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Go ahead and say it. I know what you're on a soccer ball. I can see you doing that. No, I've never done that. Like it's one of those like black soccer balls that you play with on the black top so it doesn't get all stuffed up. Catching it with a shin guard. <laughs> but he, but he, treats it like, he treats it like Wilson, and he finishes on the ball, and he, like, uses his uh, his baby gravy to, like, draw in eyes and a little, and a little, little smiley face. Yeah, okay. so we could talk to it. And rub it on his face. He loves the soccer ball. Well, I so mean, hey, you, know, like, you can get head balls and all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> so last weekend... We had a guy who emailed us at ejhideout.com, ejhideout at yahoo.com, about these swingers' websites. Somehow we started talking about your website, going to a website, and losing your virginity either online or really having, like, group sex with people. Mm. So, Caligula. my stepbrother has this amazing story, and we couldn't get a hold of him last week, but my stepbrother has this story of going online and finding, finding someone, I, I want him to tell the story. I tell you what, Dubs, let's take a quick break, and we're going to come back. And I want to get my stepbrother's perspective on how he lost his virginity, and then also, too, maybe how we lost ours. Because my stepbrother has a great story, and it's one of those things that's a little creepy, but, you know, he was a young kid, he needed to get his nut, and so there he was. Uh, we're going to take a break. El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Number one in gas stations, trailer parks, and gangbangs. Because quite frankly, that is our demographic. FA's hideout on 106.7 WJFK. And welcome back into El Jefe's hideout, 106.7 WJFK. El Jefe, J-Dubs, Johnny Punani in studio with you. Special thanks to the help out back. I want to say thank you to Melissa or Alyssa. Is that her name? Alyssa? Yeah, Alyssa. Alyssa, who uh, is in uh, the green room right now. Alyssa from Match.com. If you want to look at her picture before we bring her in at 9 o'clock. Or what is her link up? Cafe, C A F E, Cabello. C A B E L L O. On Match.com. Cabello! Cabello! That's actually how you say it, mi gente. Speaking, I, see how white guy says is Kate Cabello. Nice, Jade. Kate Cabello. If you're white and want to look at it, eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. I don't even remember how we got into it last week. We were talking about, and this actually comes up a lot because I'm a horny guy and I don't like to go out and meet people. In, in fact, I'm going to have an excursion out and about on the town a little bit later on. I think uh, when we were talking about Alyssa, kind of. Right into all this. That's right, because yeah. she was looking for people online. And then um, Robert, a.k.a. Chalk City Mail, <laughs> called up and told us about all these Internet sites that he found, some for fetishes and others 
for just like swingers, and he was telling me he's banged like uh, he's been so many three ways and four ways. Where four it's, ways. It's him and three chicks. They just all meet in a hotel room. They have these gatherings. In fact, Johnny Punani, who's sitting to my right on your radio dial, had the same situation where he's at least been online and looked at these things. He found a girl from Dallas that he went all the way down to bang, and in addition to that. He heard about these just group meetings where people would pick this one hotel, everybody would get there, and they'd go round and round and have sex with each other in different rooms. Now, Punani, Sorry. I want to know this. Yes. <clears throat> how did you afford to fly down to Dallas just to bang a chick? And how often did you do it again? It was like once a month for a little over a year. So, yeah. How did you afford that? <laughs> Horny guys find money, man. You know that. Yeah, I mean, Come on, get, you've both been there. I mean, you're going to the you, blood bank, and he's trying to get twenty-five dollars a week. You know, sperm. Hey, how much? How much do you get for sperm? Twenty-five bucks. You know, a pint of blood, get the plasma out. Whatever it took, man. You really did all that yeah. to go meet a chick that you found online to bang her. Yeah, especially after the first time, man. I definitely went back. Uh, you know, I was like, damn. So last week, stuff. I was this jogged my memory of something. Now my brother AJ. He told me this story one time when I came back from Texas Tech. He goes to Oklahoma University, OU. Go Sooners. We were home from vacation. We were back in the back of the uh, the house swimming. And he was like, dude, I finally did it. I finally lost my virginity. So he lost his virginity in college. AJ. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Welcome into the house. How you doing, bro? Hey, thanks, man. It's been a long time. Yeah, no kidding. Um, AJ's actually my stepbrother. But he's like, bro, you know, yeah. I guess that's the way it's supposed to work out anyway. How are things down in Oklahoma, man? Uh, weather's nice. The uh, school year just kicked off. It's going kind of easy, so it's all good. What are you majoring in again? I'm a uh, sociology. How, how old are you? I'm 22. 22? Now, how did the brother with the radio voice not get on the radio? <laughs> I'm not sure how that happened. AJ does have a better voice than me. AJ, do you smoke? I'm not going to no. tell Mom or Dad. No. No. You drinking a lot of whiskey? Uh, not so much whiskey. Okay, but other... what are you drinking? Uh, just vodka, some. Uh, that's the that's the college drink, the vodka. Black, you know, stuff like that. You doing the Grey Goose or the stuff that you can squeeze out of a bottle? <laughs> uh, just like straight um, out of a bottle, usually. Okay, so AJ tells me this story and try to recreate the story if you can about how you lost your virginity because this was I couldn't believe you did this. Well, sometimes I can't believe I did either. Um, it was after my first year in college. I was like 19. I just, you know, walked around all year looking at these hot chicks, you know, sorority girls bouncing around, you know. So it makes a guy kind of anxious. And how many times? How many times did you punch the clown and work the man when you were in college? Uh, like, I I have to take like a fourth level math class to figure out all the times, man. I can't even count. <laughs> you got to work. Now you were a virgin all the way up until this incident we're about to talk about, correct? Uh, correct. Yeah. Do you never got any play in high school? Oh, let me let you in on my stepbrother, AJ. He's very, very. He's not nerdy. I don't think he's a nerd at all, but he's very quiet. He's very reserved. He's very smart. Like originally, you went to OU for what? I was a uh, computer engineering. Like he was, I mean, he was big into the video games. He had every single video game system, even Jaguar, the yeah. stupid Atari thirty-two uh, <laughs> bit system or sixty-four bit system that they came out with. We used to sit around all the time playing Final Fantasy, Aliens versus Predator. Hell yeah! I was a real winner, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> of course I was. <laughs> that looked at me. So anyway, so it was after your freshman year of college at uh, OU, and then what happened? 
Well, uh, on the summer, I think I had found some just websites, like you said, the swinger sites. Uh, there was one in particular I found, and so I just hung out in the chat room a lot. And then, like, nothing happened. You sound like Funani. It sounds very familiar, man. <laughs> but I started 20 years later. All right, go ahead. And uh, so anyway, like, I don't know, I was in the chat rooms hanging out, talking to girls, and some were just, eh, you know, how girls are, they're flighty, and they just like, eh, whatever. So then towards the end of the summer, though, I happened upon, uh, there was a, I forget how old she was at the time. She's probably like 21, 22. Uh, she was a stripper. And uh, she wanted to have sex with a stranger while her boyfriend watched. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, was her boyfriend just watching? or yeah, he was just he, watching. He wasn't, like, giving himself any pleasure? Uh, no, he was, like, fully clothed, just... And, like, he put on, like, songs for us, and basically... Yeah. <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. All right, all right hold on, hold on. You're, you're going... Enigma? You're going, you're going too fast, okay? okay? Okay. So you said you, you found them. You found somebody who wanted to do it, but didn't you guys have to arrange a meeting first? Uh, yeah, we arranged to meet at a restaurant, actually. <laughs> Denny's. And, uh, Papa Do's. Wasn't it yeah. Papa Do's? Papa yeah. Do's is kind of a real... It's, it's like two steps above a Red Lobster... Isn't didn't that where you worked? Yeah, I, I actually worked at. A oh, no. <laughs> you brought her to your. <laughs> no, no, I didn't bring her in. It was just like outside, and I didn't even work there anymore. I was, I was I worked there for like my senior year in high school. Talk about essing at your own house. Yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> so okay, so you guys meet, and what was that meeting like? I mean, you're going into a restaurant saying, "All right, do you go in first? You describe, hey, what are you looking at? What are you going to wear whenever we go to Papa Do's? What's the situation?" Uh, actually, what, uh, I just, you're going a little bit too far. We didn't even get inside, basically. It was, I met the, the boyfriend, actually, outside, and I, I told him what kind of car I drive. I drive a Jeep, so. That's my like, Jeep, uh, by the way. All right. When he. I poured $2,600 into that Jeep in the past two years, so it's my Jeep now. I'll buy it for you, from you. Go ahead, Dubs. All right, so when he came up to the window, what did he say to you? And what did you, he, AJ? What did he look like? What is AJ? I'm not kidding, and this is no slight to you, AJ. Yeah. In high school, AJ looked like Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> very pale skin. Ve the same hair. Very the same poofy type hair. The same like <laughs> like look and like. Um, he looked like an a hole. Not like an a hole, because he wasn't. He's not an a hole. Yeah, I know, but he looked like one. He looked like Butthead. Yeah, Butthead looks like an a hole. So Butthead is sitting in a jeep. Yeah. And this guy walks up. What's the guy look like? I, I actually, I had gotten there kind of late, mm -hmm. I think, and the guy just pulled up. We pulled up in, he pulled up in his pickup truck, like, we were, like, going down the opposite sides of the parking lot, and he was, like, just about to leave. Did he have a Confederate flag? Kind of, huh? <laughs> no, go ahead. He kind of just, like, I don't know, I guess he sized me up or something like that, and he's like, uh, he's like, you, you AJ? I was like, uh, yeah. Like, uh, say so you ready to do this? Like, sure. And he's like, okay, follow me. Did he ask you what your uh, size was? Uh, we, uh, I think we had talked about that on the beforehand. <laughs> okay, I gotta know. Do I gotta know what my brother's packing? Yeah. What are you packing, AJ? Like, uh, on a good day, like at least five and a half to six. Nothing too big. Nothing he's Mexican. Small. That's actually yeah. good for us. <laughs> not too bad. He's, not, he's half Mexican and half white, so he's screwed. Yeah. He's not going to get too much there. I don't have some Asian in you, and you, pull, you have an any if you had some Asian in you, too. What did, what, did he, what did he look like? I mean, he drove a pickup truck. Did he, did he look like, uh, did he have a mullet? Was he clean cut? 
No, he was pretty clean cut. I think actually he was like 29 or 30. He was like way older than her. Wow. So, it's he was like a pretty clean cut guy. Looked like he made, you know, decent living. <laughs> like that. <laughs> so, why do my girlfriend? And so, you know, and I don't even know where this mentality comes from where you want to sit there and watch somebody bang your chick. <laughs> and of course, you don't ever want somebody big and brooding. So you see yeah. Butthead sitting in a Jeep. I'm thinking, all right, this guy isn't going to rock her world too much. I'm down with that. I'll sit in the corner. So you follow him where? Uh, like an apartment complex, basically. And, and so you go inside. Now, was there any initial chatting, or did everybody know what was going to happen? Uh, she knew what was going to happen beforehand. And actually, like, we went to his living room, and she was, like, in the bedroom already. And he's like, oh, just hold on a second. I'll be right back. And Did he ask you if you wanted a beer or? <laughs> he asked me if I wanted a drink, a little. Uh, An H.J.? Uh, M.J. A little. A little H.J. That's what I'm talking about. I wonder if he wanted to rub you up a little bit. <laughs> Was he your fluffer? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, my God, A.J. Now, what did she look like? She was She was hot. I had seen pictures, not the face, but. The body? Yeah, she had a good bow. She had a good body, yeah. Now, I went onto this website and actually logged the show into one of these websites. I should check and see if we have any hits, if anybody's interested in us. But now, anybody famous that you could compare her to? Uh, no, not really. I mean... Big I boobs, big ass? I mean... Uh, not not a Mexican big ass, but, you know, it was a, <laughs> a J-Lo ass, but it was a nice ass. Was um, she white or what? She white? Yeah, she was white. What about the dude? Uh, white as well. And they didn't mind the little Mexican was going to get it? I guess not. Well, he actually looks pretty white. He looks like Butthead. But <laughs> Butthead don't look Mexican, so. Yeah. All right, so you're sitting in the living room. Now, at this point, honestly, Dubs, Punani, I'm thinking, these guys are going to kill me. She's going to come out with a with a cleaver. This oh, guy's yeah. grabbing some rope. They're going to bend me over Pulp Fiction style, and I'm done. You know what? I don't even know if I could, even if like, uh, they let me start the act, I don't even know if I could perform just out of pure fear that the guy's going to come up behind me with, uh, with a meat cleaver. So you move into the bedroom, AJ. Yeah. And what happens? Uh, she's there in like a kind of like a sun, not really a Sunday dress, but just kind of like a slinky dress with like just little... A sundress. A sundress. I think that's what they call them. A sundress. It's real light. Yeah. Okay. And uh, she's just on the bed, sort of just, you know, hey, how's it going, that kind of stuff. Is this the first time you would actually talk to her? Yeah. And so she's well, like... I think I talked to her online, but actual voice talking, yes. Okay. So you're sitting there, and you're hanging out, and does she, what, does she just says, hey, how's it going, nice to meet you, or not even any of that? Uh, yeah, some of that. And I think maybe she, like, laid some, just some ground rules, you know, down, like, uh... Just no kissing on the lips. Uh, what? No, I don't understand this. No kissing. I've never understood the rule that kissing means more than oral or anal. You know, I'd be more afraid of uh, no punching in the face. <laughs> no chokeholds. Just keep it clean. No, uh, no low blows. No dropping bows between my shoulder blades. That's off limits. That's what I'd be worried about. Well, her boyfriend was, you know, a couple sizes bigger than me, so, you know, I wasn't even going to try any of that. I wouldn't even gone over to the house after I saw he was bigger than me. Jesus, too. AJ. All right, so anyway, so you've laid the ground rules. Now what happens? Is the room lit? Excuse me? Is the room lit up? Uh, yeah, it's not. It's I guess you could call it mood lighting. Uh, not, a lava lamp in the corner there? Uh, may have been. Didn't really notice. <laughs> 
So what happens? You guys, how do you actually get started? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Before we go any further, did they know you were a virgin? Uh, I believe I told them, yeah. Okay. So she wanted to take your virginity. And her wow. boyfriend wanted to watch it. That might have been part of it, yeah. Holy cow. Wow. That's sick. <laughs> that is sick. So go ahead, bro. So uh, I guess how it started was a little like uh, light petting, maybe a little space stuff. <laughs> so wrong. Know, just like the term petting just seems so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it should have been a priest you were with in a room. <laughs> I would have been. I would have just gone right for it and got right out. Yeah. You know. All right. So so some light petting, some groping. And where is the boyfriend during this? There's like, uh, he was like next to the bed on like a chair with like the computer on. Uh, and so he told, uh, he told me there's a computer involved in this. Are they are they videoing? No, videotaping was, this? No, I, I, I remember actually looking for this and there was no webcam. There was no type of surveillance equipment. I mean, at this point. I, I think recognizable. You know, there might have been like a teddy bear with shifting eyes staring at me, something like that, but <laughs> that I didn't notice. Man, at this point, I'm still thinking she's got to be on top because my ass ain't sticking the air, in the air with the guy behind me. Oh, yeah. Jeez. I know what you mean. So, all right, so anyway, you start the act. Any oral involved? Uh, yeah. Did you give it to her? Me on her. She gave oh. you some too? Yeah. How did he taste? <laughs> How uh, did she make you put a condom on to give oral? Give you oral? Uh, I I don't think so actually. Nice. I I can understand how you would do oral with a condom. That seems to so defeat the purpose to me. So there's a little oral like, going back like and forth. Putting a candle in your mouth. The, yeah, it is, isn't it? Not that I've ever done that. <laughs> so does she lay down on her back and spread? Yeah, she was uh, spread out there for a little while. And now you got to, this is, I never like putting condoms on. In fact, I'll tell you this, Dubs. Whenever I try to put a condom on, I lose it. It goes. It, it, I lose my my fullness. Yeah, your vigor. And that, I, that's happened to me a few times. And in fact, I can't tell you how many times I've said screw it, not having sex, um, because I go, you know, flaccid, and I can no longer perform. And I'm like, oh, I guess we're out of luck. Not interested. So you're sitting there. You got to put a condom on with the boyfriend sitting in the corner and her there spread eagle. Or does she put it on for you? Uh, no, I, it, it, like you said, I wasn't quite at full mass. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, uh, for uh, probably the whole time, I wasn't really a combination of boyfriend and virginity. And like you said, just goes away. So, but uh, it took a while, but I put it on myself. Now, oh, and the boyfriend, uh, meanwhile, the music he put on, uh, I remember quite vividly, Jay-Z, Big Pimpin'. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, 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 you got to be kidding. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe he was trying to make me feel better, you know. Oh, are you serious? Dude, this guy was definitely thinking about you later when he... Oh, it, you know? oh. I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I just... Uh, this... So, okay, so you're sitting there, and you're having... Now, she starts laying on her back, right? Yeah. How long did the actual event take you? Actual event? Uh, probably, like, I don't know, maybe... Like ten minutes. You went ten minutes ten. your first uh, time. Well, like I said, I was nervous. I wasn't quite full, so it was kind of harder to get all that sensation and whatnot. <laughs> there it is. Are you in the mood? Every time you hear Jay Z, do you get a stiffy? Oh man, don't get me started. <laughs> do, you, do you take? 
you take a... All right, I can't even I can't even compose myself talking to my stepbrother and how he lost his identity. So you're, you're, you're railing away to Big Pimpin'. How many positions do you think you went through? Uh, let's see. Uh, there was me on her. There was a little doggy. There was her on top. And I think that was about it. And you finished when she was, um, I don't know how you would say it, when she was cowboy style? Uh, basically, yeah. And now, once you finished, how, was she into it? Do you think that she was able to complete? Did uh, she seem like she did? Uh, she seemed like she was into it. I don't know if she ever got that far. What about the boyfriend? What was he doing in the corner, just watching? Oh, I wasn't looking at him too much, but... I would have had one eye on him the whole time. I swear to God, I'd have been looking to see if he had a gun or a cleaver. You would, would have thought I was thinking of him, because uh, I would have been... Staring at yeah. him the whole time. I would have been doing like the thing from uh, Meet My Meet My uh, Folks or whatever, or Meet My Parents, where he puts two uh, two uh, fingers at his eyes and points at him. You and me, baby. Was there any talking during it? Uh, not really so much. No. I don't know. It seemed like it seemed like it was this, this was definitely like the boyfriend's idea. You know, like he was she was just doing it for him mostly. And being a stripper, she doesn't have the highest morals, I guess I would say. No, you can't say that. All right, wait. Well, not, Big, not in general, true, but this one, yeah. Big Pimping is a uh, four-minute song. What other song was in there? That's the only one I remember. <laughs> Actually. Okay, so you finish. And this is what I've always wondered about whenever you finish. What do you do now? I mean, that's got to be... I mean, it's so uncomfortable and awkward leading up... So you're actually having the sex. I can see where you put the whole scenario out of your head as to what's going on. And you're just focusing on the chick, banging the chick. But you actually complete. The boyfriend's still sitting in the corner, and right now she's sitting on top of you. What do you do? How do you react? Yeah, basically a little uncomfortable. Um, well, she was sort of just, uh, he moved over, I guess, and uh, talking to the boyfriend a little bit. And actually... Uh, she kind of, I think she she kind of wanted me to go, mostly because I had been told before that we only had an hour because she actually had a set she had to go do. <laughs> so this was in between her stripping? Basically, yeah. So did you just well, get up and leave? Something. Did you just get up and leave? You got to. Uh, well, what, what do you say afterwards? I didn't really say much. I was just... I was kind of relaxed, I guess you could say. All right. What did the boyfriend say to you right after you finished? Good job, bud. Did he, like that, did he slap you on the ass and say, attaway? <laughs> <laughs> or did you give each other one of those Bash Brother forearm things like Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco used to do? <laughs> or, or, or did you bump chest <laughs> as you're walking out the room? What up, bro? I'm out of here. I rocked your world. We out, bitch. What'd you say? Uh, he was trying to, I guess, like, he was still, he knew it was kind of uncomfortable for me, and so he was just trying to make me feel sort of comfortable, no contact, no ass slapping or anything like that, but he was just like, okay, you want something to drink or whatever, you know, he, she kind of was just like, you know, leave, and, oh yeah, she also told me, like, not to follow her, to, like, her, where she works, like, I even cared. So you, you, and did you ever try to hook back up with him again? Uh, I think I saw them online on the website. Like, oh, I got back on a couple times. I saw them, and I just had said, hey, and they're like, and I said, oh, well, is there a chance of doing it again? And they're like, no. Wow. Rejected, yeah, Like a one-time thing. So let me ask you, how you many... Are, you aren't a stranger anymore. The thrill's gone. Yeah. <laughs> how many women have you been with in your life, brother? 
Besides, including that? Of course, including that. Horse uh, count. Horse strippers. I'd say, I guess I've been uh, intimate, maybe not necessarily sex, but just intimate with, like, four girls. My, my oh, brother's such a loser. Well, how, how many of you well, Yeah, right. come on. What about you? One girl. All right, so I've been with one. It's not that big a deal. Well, all right, bro. Well, um, are you with somebody now? Yeah, I got a girlfriend. We've been out almost two years. And Is she there with What's you? What's her boyfriend think? Does her boyfriend watch you? <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> no. Do, uh, did she, does she know about this and what happened to you? I, I told her about it like before we were even dating. Oh. And she kind of thought less of me. Of course oh, she geez. would. Why would you ever tell her? Because I, I at the time I didn't even consider dating her. And actually I told her that, oh, my step broke home. He, we want to talk about it on the show. And so I was kind of in the doghouse for just a little few days up to this. Wow, man. Well, good for you, brother. But she's a good girl. What's she look like? Beavis? Yeah. <laughs> no. Beavis the butthead walking around the campus of OU yeah. yelling, go Sooners. <laughs> you want to do it? <laughs> do it. All right, bro. Well, AJ, uh, love you like a brother. <laughs> good stuff, man. Take right. care. Way to go, cowboy. All right, thanks a lot. All right, we'll see you, AJ. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Look at my bra, man. Is that sad? I don't know if it's sad. I don't know. It's kind of turned on. Has that happened to you, Punani? Nothing like that. No, God. And it, Do you I, wish it, something would like that happen to you? You know, I'll be honest. I don't think... Nah, I, I mean, the one time I had the potential for a threesome, you know, it was two chicks. It, what it was is I had a roommate, and he was a male model, and he used to bring chicks over all the time. And these two chicks came over. One was a model. The other one was, you know, fairly good looking. And they both, I guess he did them both. And then they ended up in my bedroom walking in. And I was like, no, <laughs> sorry. Why? Because I, I yeah, draw a pee on my forehead and call me pussy because I just, no way. You, I, I'd rather draw a well, G I, for gay. I don't think. I, it could be. I, I just, there's no way I was doing three. Or I don't think he wanted his roommate's bomb dropped on him, you know? No, wait a second, though. He said there's no way he'd want two chicks. I, well, I, I, I whipped out. I, I don't know. Right now, I, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know. With two chicks in the room, they would, I don't know. How long ago was this? Ten years ago. Well, we got two, we got two chicks that are here that we're going to bring in in a second. No, well, this could change real quick. Um, <laughs> we should see if he's able to get excited with two chicks oh, in a row. Oh, I get excited. I mean, the fantasies go wild, but, man, when you're actually faced with that situation, <laughs> who's going to test it, though? Who's going to see if it's really uh, excited? Punani, uh -huh. what do you think? I want to see if we can get excited with two chicks in the room, no? Yeah, let's do that. It's kind of funny. Dude, I didn't take my Viagra today. Levitra, they're a proud sponsor of the That's what I meant to say. Redskins Radio Network. Wow. All right. I'm a little thrown off, bro. we got to take a break. We're not going to be able to get to our virginity stories tonight. Maybe we'll tell them a little bit later yeah. on in the evening. We don't want to keep Alyssa and her friend waiting too long. First, let's take a phone call. 800-636-1067. 202-432-1067. It's Matt Albert. Uh -oh. Matt. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome into the hideout, Matt Albert. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, bro? Well, I just gotta say one thing to Punani. Uh oh. Stop instant messaging me. Dude, I haven't even I haven't been online all week. What are you talking about? He's IMing me, tell, telling me to talk to my sister about it. Matt Albert, give me a break. <laughs> Matt give Albert, me a break. Matt Albert and his sister. Whoa, let's let's solve this right now. What is what is the screen name? Hold on a second. Matt Albert and his sister came in. Was it last weekend? Yeah, last weekend. That's when we did the wet T-shirt contest. 
What is it between me and Punani out front? Dude, right in the mouth. I can't believe you did that to me. <laughs> so, I just like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so his, Matt Albert's sister was pretty hot, so Punani here has been IMing you asking about your sister, huh? Yeah. I'm getting set up. This is so bad. She was a sweet piece of chocolate. Yeah, she was. I've never had chocolate. What? Never had it, man. I tell you what, you know, it tastes great, bro. Okay, less filling. It's good stuff. So, anything else, Matt Albert? Yeah. Um, I was in school once, and this guy and this chick was in the back of the classroom, and I see her hand going back and forth, and apparently she was giving him an H J, and I keep staring at him, keep staring at him, and they look at me. Like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Albert, man, it's etiquette, man. You don't stare at people when they're getting it on. Of course you do, because you know they want to be looked at. Oh, that's so wrong. Did, did you ever have that happen at school, Dubs? There was this one kid, I forgot his name, but he was really creepy. In fact, I'll tell you exactly who he looked like. DJ Qualls, the guy from Road Trip. Okay, yeah. And those other movies, the next guy or popular guy or whatever that really bad movie. Uh, the new guy? The uh, new guy. Yeah. He looks exactly like, like this guy. And I swear to you, he whips it out in the middle of class and just starts punching it. <laughs> and for no, no regard, anything that's going on, just starts punching it, whipping it out. It was in the back of geometry class. Miss, uh, I, I can't remember what her name was, but she was the, the coach's wife, the, the football coach's wife. And everybody's like, you got to be kidding me. What are you doing? And so needless to say, the rest of the year, this dude was, you know. All right, this is a, this is a pure hick story. And this didn't happen in Fowlerville, but the town next to it, Weberville. This is a really quick story. Michigan. Yeah, they, uh, this kid was caught doing a pig. A pig? A, Doing a pig yeah, pig? In, in, uh, in agriculture class. They say that the uh, pig vagina is the uh, closest thing to... No, that's know. sheep. Uh, <laughs> all right. You would know. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. And then the teacher made him go up. I don't know if I can say this. And say, hi, state your name. I fornicated with a pig. They made him say it in class? Yes. Wow. What happened to this kid? In Fowlerville, Michigan. Weberville, Michigan. Weberville, Michigan. He became uh, a pig farmer. Yeah, he's a, he actually is a farmer now. He went to <laughs> he went to state agriculture, Michigan State Agriculture. He got into college. Yeah. Well, it's Michigan State. I don't know if you could really call it college. How uh, dare you? But wow, how would yeah. you even? That's like letting a, a pedophile become a teacher. Next time you're sucking on a pork chop. Isn't is it not though? Isn't that the same thing? If he if he was bang, bestiality, I don't, I, I I'm gonna say it's not as bad as pedophilia. Well, no, it's not the same thing, but that's equating it. That's like, or you you keep, you catch some guy having sex with a pig, and then he goes on to be a farmer. That's like catching some guy doing something with a little kid, and he goes on to be a teacher. It just doesn't seem right. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Welcome into El Jefe Side Out. How are you guys doing? What's up, bro? Doing all right. Not much. Hey, uh, I really like you guys' show. You guys are great. Uh, it's fun to hear this on Saturday night. Thank you. Uh, I was just wondering, you kind of dropped the ball. You never gave out your brother's website, the one that he found that girl on. You know, I don't want to give out. The, I don't even know what it was because, I mean, this is years yeah. back. It's probably hey, shut it's down. it's all about promotions, my friend. The Internet's still young. Well, let me tell you this, though. Let me give you the website that this guy emailed me, to me right. uh, that I registered the show on. www.adultfriendfinders.com. 
Okay. Try that one and look for the hideout. We're on there. I don't want any Johnsons. I don't want any Johnsons faking and trying to, you know, get us all hot and horny here either. All right. Well, all you guys stay away from the damn site. Speaking of the web, we met her and actually decided we wanted her to come in studio because of her picture on Match.com. Whenever you're on the internet, by the way, use AOL for broadband, our content partner. We're going to take a very quick break. Come back. And Alyssa, who we've spoken to, I don't know, two or three times in the last few shows, we're finally going to get the chance to meet her. If you want to go to her uh, her link on Match.com, it's Café Cabello. Café, the way you would regularly spell it, then C-A-B-E-L-L-O. We're going to take a break. We're going to come right back. El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. What's the reason? I'm a any sense of the word. Better trust and believe them. And the cut where I keep them. Till I need it. Till I need to be the guts in it. Leave beef and I'm picking them up. Let them play with the trucks. Many chicks want to put you in a pissing cup. The boss, I'm going to split his bucks. Just because you got good. I'm going to break bread so you can be living it up. Did I pass with nothing? Y'all be fronting. Me give my heart to a woman. Not for nothing. Never happen. I'll be forever macking. Heart cold and assassin. I got no passion. I got no patience. And I hate waiting. I'm choking. And let's ride. Okay, just don't get it in my eye. El Jefe's Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back into El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. The mighty WJFK. We are the lowly El Jefe and J-Dubs. Panani helping out with us as well. And 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. The phone numbers if you want to get involved during the segment. Also, JFK El Jefe. Uh, that is the AOL for broadband instant messaging. So she is here. Dubs, we met her on the night of Hurricane Isabel when you and I did the special hurricane edition of the hideout. She called in, her name being Alyssa, very late, about 1.30 toward the end of the show. And at that point, guys were just so horny and so bored that they heard what sounded to be a hot female voice. And that, that was the first night of Without Power. There's still 25,000 people out there without power still. Wow. You know what? Just like I was bitching at you because you forgot that there are people out there that don't have power. I've got my power. I've had it back for a week now. I've totally forgotten that there may be people out there without power. 25,000. I mean, that, that's a far cry from the 2.5 million, mm -hmm. but still. So what happened was I end up... You know, I'm so excited to talk to this chick. It sounds like she's a cool chick or whatever. And then guys start calling in saying, man, this girl, can you have her call back? Can we do phone sex? We find out she's a pretty cool chick after all. She calls back. She entertains a couple of the guys that wanted to talk to her. And she tells us that she has a picture online. Well, she's part of a, a website matching service called Match.com. Red flag goes up. Oh, crap. There it goes. She has another one of these radio skanks and has a hot voice and looks ugly. So we go to Match.com, using our AOL for broadband, and we type in her username, which is Cafe Cabello. That's C-A-F-E-C-A-B-E-L-L-O. Cave Cabello. 
<laughs> if you're a white boy. Yeah. So we go to it. This chick is smoking. She looks a lot like one of the girls from the Fast and the Furious. Not Michelle Rodriguez, but the girls with the really bad eyebrows. Really disturbing eyebrows. But she doesn't have the bad eyebrows. She's just a hottie. Turns out she goes to George Mason University. Right down the road. She does internships overseas. Just a beautiful looking girl online. And the thing about George Mason, last night when we left so late after the movie night, I drove through the, the bar area of George Mason to get home. I, those bars are hopping during uh, the school season. I didn't know this. We got to hit those up sometime. No, yeah, one night after the show, since yeah, the show, show ends at 11 now, we do need to get over there. So, she is here now. Is this correct, Bernani? Yeah, she's here. What's your... Uh, and her friends here. She, she brought her friend, friend with her? Yeah. Oh, they're nice. What's she look like? Nice. Is she, is she cute? Oh, she de- well, yeah, she definitely got that Latina thing going. Really? And I love that. Now, me being the I, most... You can tell I'm kind of getting... I've got the voice going here. Me being the most important Latino broadcaster ever, I uh, I, I figured there would be a... Nat- we seem to click. I can tell you this much. Did you feel that, Dubs? <laughs> I didn't feel it. Do you want me to come over there and feel it? Because I'm sure you've got it going. Yeah. What, use tweezers? So here's what I want to do, J Dobbs. You, you call yourself the most important Latino broadcaster ever, and I want to claim my, you know, my claim to fame. I'm the most important, important, important uh, Lions fan in the D.C. area, broadcasting on WJFK. I'm the most important yeah. guy doing that. Thank you, thank you. So here's what I bet, Dobbs, because I felt we clicked. I felt we had this natural connection, me and this Alyssa. I want to bet you. I'm willing to put up right now a 12-pack. I will buy you a 12-pack of the beverage of your choosing. Okay. If we can bring Alyssa in here, we have three chairs. I want her to sit down in one of these chairs. I am then going to sniff all three chairs. Okay. If I correctly match the chair she sat in, you owe me a 12-pack. And I'll match that 12-pack. So if I if I get it right, I'll get you a 12 pack. And if I get it wrong, I, I owe you a 12 pack. Sure thing. What do you like? I like the Michelob Ultra, man. Watching the weight, working out, Gold's Gym downtown Silver Spring. By the way, it is working. Is it? Yeah, I can tell. I look good. Can, yeah. Look at this guy. I, I, I'm, I'm not lying either, man. You know, we had that little, uh, you know, the the belly show like what two months ago. Yeah, you're kicking my ass. <laughs> oh, I am. I'm losing some weight, bro. I think I'm doing it. I think they got they got somewhere to be, Tommy. I know they do. They're they're about to be broadcasting to thousands and thousands on Saturday night, the number one show. They can hold their horses. So here's what <laughs> we're doing. Number one in trailer parks, gang bangs, and retard schools. <laughs> Yellow buses, yeah. So here's what we're going to do, Dubs. I'm going to watch her do it. You're going to watch her? Yeah, you have to turn around since you're the one snipping. All right, Tommy, bring her in. I'm turning my back to the door and to Alyssa as she comes into the studio at 10800 Main Street in Fairfax. All right, Alyssa, come on in here. Sit in any chair. Your choice. Sit in any one of the chairs. Keep your eyes off her. I don't know what I'd rather do, Dubs. I don't know if I'm more excited about like smelling her or winning the winning the twelve pack. All right, now you can stand up. I'm few. I'm sure if I gave her a few more twelve packs, <laughs> she'd let me You'd sniff out uh, yeah the uh, the area. Just put that together, stick okay, my nose. Turn around, man. All right, here we go. Let me find the glasses. Where my glasses go? Here we go. <laughs> Where did you get the laser surgery done, man? I know I need to. Hey! How are you? <laughs> How's it going, Alyssa? Nice, nice to nice meet, to meet you. you. Wow, she is cute. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. 
Let me let me uh, shake your hand. Okay. Beautiful Latin princess. <laughs> so how, I, welcome to WJFK. I know you're thank in you, a hurry. Thank you. I'm sorry. My friend has an interview at ten. Interview for what? Um, she's waitressing. Hooker? No, no, no. Only, uh, is she gonna be waitressing in a strip club? No. It's the only people that interview at no, ten no, o'clock no. tonight. Uh, On a Saturday, eight days <laughs> at a massage parlor. Actually, your friend is quite hot too. Yeah, you want to bring her in? Yeah, bring bring the friend in. The hottie. All right, so Alyssa, she sat in one of these chairs? <laughs> yep, she sat in one of them. She what in one of them? <laughs> sat in one of them. I almost said I, that. I almost went the other way. Uh, I'm not Lydia, okay? This is Veronica. <laughs> this is Veronica, you guys. Hi, Veronica. Nice to meet you. I'm El Jefe. I'm a star. <laughs> All right, well, hold on. Mo, you can't sit down. No, no, she can't sit down yet because I got to sniff. No, because I sat down in one of the chairs, Veronica. All right, Dubs, you want to you want to hear me sniff? Yeah, let's go sniff here. Stand over here. All right, start with number one. Chair number one. There's three chairs. Is that this one? Yeah, that's chair number one. Hold on. Oh, no, you might not get it. You might not. All right, Pepe's leaning down to sniff in chair number one. How's it smell? I don't know. That one's a little rank. That smells like the uh, porta potty <laughs> that I punched the clown to while at Steppenwolf. All right, let's see. Chair number two. How's mm. it smell? That one smells a lot like Punani. That was the one Punani was sitting in. I'm smelling dirty old man ass. <laughs> let's try this one. Chair number three. How's it smell? <laughs> that was the one I was sitting in. I don't know how many times I farted in that one. All right. Um, chair number one, chair number two, or chair number three? <clears throat> First of all, how disgusting am I? <clears throat> Dubs, for the 12th pack of beer. Okay. Well, just to say that I sniffed the chair she sat in. I am going to go with chair number two. Chair number two, the middle. Give me my golf pack. <laughs> God damn it, man. What, you think you think you she smells so like right? old man ass? Yeah, thanks a lot. Well, I didn't know, Punani. Look at this guy. You think that it's going <laughs> to rub off at any point? Right? You can't insult me anymore. You can always go out with me, I'll have it. I got to admit, I got a little chub smelling the old man ass. <laughs> Which one did she sit in? You, Chair number one. You had it right. You were saying it right. The one that smelled like the porta potty? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yep. <laughs> That's well, me. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome into the hideout. Everybody can pull you up can, a chair. I think you can um, use this one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Where do I... My, my, Swing out in there. Just go sit down. Wow, she is cute. <laughs> what's your What's your friend's name? Everybody. Veronica. Veronica, make sure you guys talk right on top of the microphone. And Cafe Cabello. <laughs> what kind of... Uh, the advertising, guys. What no kind problem. of beer do you want, Dubs? Michelob Light. Michelob Light? Miller Light. I'll drink some of that. Miller Light? Or Corona. You're cheap, huh? I like that. <laughs> Absolutely. It's not going to cost me a lot of money to take you out, is it? What about Veronica? What's your drink of choice? Beer? Yeah. I don't know. What do you, oh, so you don't drink beer. You're better than the rest of them. What are you drinking? Um, usually vodka. I see like my brother AJ. I'm a rum and coke lady. You and the guys look like butthead? I like crown and coke. Crown and coke is fun. Jack and Coke's okay. Enough of that. Bring Tommy and Punani. Punani, do you want to say anything about these girls? Girls, look at Punani. What do you think of Punani? Is he a nice hot guy? stuff? Hot stuff. No, he's a All right, we, we, we tell the truth too. So. Yeah, I know. He's we, very lovable. And no, you're supposed to lie. Just lie. Oh, I mean. Yeah. Go get Tommy. So, Dubs, this is what's so funny, bro. So I'm watching. I know you got to leave and you got an interview for Sorry. whatever parlor or whatever. Uh, can you hold on? <laughs> We're happy ending parlor. You're happy ending parlor. But just tell them where are you interviewing? 
Um, well, actually, I'm not sure yet. Um, but they're lying. <laughs> they're just trying to get out of here. Oh, no, 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 no. no. You see, what happened was... Um, what happened was... <laughs> the guy, um, the guy like, that is interviewing me, he owns a few bars in D.C., so I'm not sure exactly which one he's going to put me in. Mm-hmm. So, Lounge, Red. So yeah, you have to like test out the happy thing. ending on him first to see if you're uh, worthy of happy endings at his uh, clubs? Happy endings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say yes. They know. So, no. <laughs> so here's the switch situation, Dubs. Did you watch Playmakers this week? Yes, I did. All right, so here's what happened, bro. So I'm sitting here watching Playmakers, and Playmakers is the football show that they have on ESPN. Really, really good show. Funny show. Actually, I, me, and my, me and my girlfriend were talking about this, that uh, that it's a good, good uh, poll by ESPN because... Chicks will watch it because it's basically a soap opera, and guys will watch it because they don't think they're gay for watching a soap opera because it's about football. You're so right on. That's a, that's a, actually a great way to put it. So we're sitting there, and I'm watching this, okay? I'm watching this show, and the quarterback, who's like the all-American quarterback, a good-looking guy, he's a star in the league, what he does before the games is he has this guy sit up in the press box. He's Steve Young. Basically. Yeah, basically a Steve Young type, all right? Or Patrick Ramsey, even. Good-looking dude, young, world ahead of him. So he's sitting up, he has this guy sit up in the press box and scope out chicks for him. Just like looking around, looking for hot chicks, who he likes to bring out during halftime. So I'm sitting here and I'm watching this. I'm like, wow, this is a smooth move. Now, ladies, I don't know if you know this, but we do sort of the same thing in radio. Mm -hmm. As radio hosts, what we do is we never make direct contact with you. What we do is we always have our producers, i.e. Tommy, be the middleman. Because we, just like the football player, we need to put on this air of untouchability. Like, I can't get to half unless I go through Tommy or unless I go through Punani. That kind of thing, okay? So check this out. We have roadies. Exactly, roadies. (laughs) And there he is. And this is the same thing for this guy. So in Playmakers, the guy spots a really hot chick, beautiful, blonde hair, banging body, the whole thing. A little bit like Veronica (laughs) here. Actually, a lot like Veronica. So he, he, he goes over and he says, hey... The quarterback would like to meet you at halftime. So the roadie, or let's just call him Tommy, Tommy goes to get this chick out of the stands and escort her back underneath during halftime. Well, along the walk, along the walk, they start talking, and they're like, hey, where are you from? Where are you from? I'm from Lansing, Michigan. Both of them are from Lansing, Michigan, which I found a little odd, though. Yes. It's like How ESPN. How do you pull that rabbit out of, you know, like out of anywhere? It's like ESPN is talking to us. So they're walking along, and as it turns out, because these people are from the same place, they really hit it off, and they have a lot in common. So the roadie and the groupie have so much in common, and they're walking along, and they're really hitting it off. And so the poor, lonely roadie along the way is like, wow, and then this. And I, think, then, I think I finally met the one. I met the one. She's so hot, and we, go, we went to the same school. We had the same teachers. So they get back to where she's supposed to meet the quarterback. And the guy's sitting there talking. And he's like, remember this time? And blah, blah, blah. And then he starts going into this whole sad sack rap. Yeah. Again, Tommy. Tommy. I see where this is going. Like, my mother mother left me. But, oh, I know what it was. I had a teacher, the same teacher that they had. The same teacher said, you know what? You're going to make it. You're going to go to college. And because of that same teacher... I went to college. I was the first person in my family to graduate college. And because of all that, here I am right now. 
And so at that point, the girl's like, oh, my God, that's so cool, blah, 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 looking right behind him because there's the quarterback. She pushes him out of the way and goes right up to the quarterback and says, nice to meet you. Oh, my God, you're so cool. You're so handsome, whatever. And so they hit it off, and there's Tommy. Standing in the corner, the set <laughs> The guy looked a lot like Tommy. Yeah, he really did. I mean, a lot like him. And he's just standing there, like, huh? All right. And so then the guy's like, hey, we're gonna hook up. We're gonna go out. We're gonna do this. Set yeah. it up. Yeah. And Tommy will get all your information. And so then they're walking back out. He's walking her back to her chair, and so he was like, so what do you think? Um, you know, trying to strike up the conversation again. Uh, did you like that teacher? And she's like, no, I hated him. And that's so cool. I just met the quarterback. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Tommy. Thank you for being the middle man. No problem. Now, did he give you any sad sack story when you guys were back there at all? You guys have talked a little bit, haven't you, Alyssa? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Wait, what is Tommy like like on the phone? Sorry, um, Tommy is very fun to talk to. No way. <laughs> yeah, he is. I've talked we to him. We get along great. Uh, do you really? Yeah. Is to- now, I have here, Tommy wrote a little little thing up on you. Oh, no. Uh-huh. So apparently, you are... Oh, Jesus. Your perfect guy. <laughs> oh, God, oh that's that. so embarrassing. Is tall, over six feet. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm still in. Uh, Tom, Tommy and I are out. Blonde hair. No, 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 no. I just said my pastor boyfriend said blonde hair. I didn't say. No, I'm a dirty blonde. Like blonde hair. I'm out. <laughs> Tommy, you could still be in if you grew a foot. <laughs> Blue eyes. That's oh me. J Dubs. Blue eyes. Brown eyes. Tommy, what do you got? I'm Hitler's Hazel. dream over here. You have Hazel. Something like that. Oh, you're all for three, just like me. As usual. I promise, I don't. I don't discriminate. Smart and honest. This is where we. <laughs> this is where we level. That, then I get the last strike. Thank you. <laughs> That's where we level the playing field. Dubs is dumb the brick. Now, now, how important is that last one to you? What honesty? And, no, the uh, smart. Smart. It's it's pretty uh, big. Yeah. yeah. F you. <laughs> I'd rather push you downstairs. Yeah. So anyway, is that really true? Do you look at that kind of stuff before you're into anybody? I mean, I don't have a certain type, I guess. But uh, yeah, definitely has to be smart, fun. I think my biggest thing is funny. That's my biggest. I'm making. I'm back in. I'm Walt. Back in the race. Tommy, bro, you're O for seven. Oh, well. <laughs> You're in one of the worst hitting streaks in America. You'd already been sent down to the minors by now. All right, so this is what I want to do, ladies. Okay. I want to play a round of Porn Star Playmakers with you. Real quick. Okay. If you get three right, oh. if you get three right, then you don't have to do anything. Oh, gosh. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't get three right, we got a little salsa music. Okay, that's fine. I'll dance. I want the both of you <laughs> to dance. Dance naked on the well, table. That's all up to you. Brian's got some great cleavage. You know, they both do. You know how to dress for an interview, I tell you, honey. One more hey, you're not looking for my vantage point. <laughs> hey. Oh, oh, hey. hey, hey there. All I can see is Veronica. I got a turtleneck on, guys. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> So here's what I'd like to do. There's a term I just pulled it down right on the neck. Um, this is what I'd like to do. If you bo- if you lose, and actually it's just going to be you playing, Alyssa. Okay. Veronica, you're just you got drugged, dragged along, all right? Drugged. You just I can't <laughs> drugged. Yeah. You got drugged and pregnant. You look out for Tommy. He's into that. <laughs> <laughs> or he'll just choke you out. If you lose, 
than Tommy. Oh, wait, can I help her out? No. Okay. If you lose, then you will have to salsa dance, both of you grinding on Tommy. Oh, wait. <laughs> I don't get to play, but I get to pay for it. Oh, damn, damn. The beauty is, I actually had nothing nope, to do with association. <laughs> Welcome into El Jefe's. That's all he was doing. He was sitting there, he was typing on the AOL for Broadway. Jefe, I got this great idea. We can make her dance with me if she loses her porn star playmaker. Send. 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 All right. Here we go. Porn star. Or playmaker. You ready, Alyssa? Absolutely. Was John Stagliano the original butt man and director of 132 porn flicks? Oh, geez. Or was he the second round draft pick of the Sacramento Kings from Italy in the 2002 NBA draft? Oh, my God. John Stagliano, original butt man or swing man? For the Sacramento Kings. I have no idea. Pick yeah, one. Pick one. 50-50. Okay, okay. It's Italian. What is it? No, Stagliano kind of sounds Italian, doesn't it? Stagliano. Okay, you got three um, seconds. Okay, sorry. Um, Porn star playmaker. Ah, uh, okay. I'm going to... You got him. Uh, I'm going to say football player. I suck. So you're going to say Playmaker. You, I'm gonna say Playmate. porn star. You said, uh, you said playmaker. Fine. Porn star. Yeah, it was so close. John Stagliano was indeed the original butt man. He pioneered the Gonzo move. What is the Gonzo move? I, the you, nose has to be going somewhere. Oh, I got you. I'd do that to either one of these. Um, starred in 164 films and directed 132 movies. So far, you were 0 for 1. Jeez. Moving ahead. You ready? You ready? Yeah. How excited are you, John? <laughs> look, look at the look at Tommy. He's so stoked. Ass eaten. This is better than UFC, isn't it? Yeah, much better. United Fighting Championships or Ultimate whatever it is. Fighting. Ultimate. Yeah. Whatever. Idiot. Ultimate losers. This is this is the next question. Is Bud Black the owner of a penis which starred in F My Dirty Asshole? <laughs> Or a former major league pitcher and current pitching coach with the Cleveland Indians. Porn star, playmaker, El Jefe's hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Playing with Alyssa. Bud Black. Uh, was he in F My Dirty Asshole? <laughs> or a former major league pitcher and currently with the Cleveland Indians as a Bud pitching Black coach? Like or both. Like so. I'm going to go with the playmaker again. The playmaker? Football player. Are you sure? Baseball, whatever, yeah. That is correct. Yeah! What's up? Home boss? Look at her. She's cheering not to dance with you, Tom. I don't blame her, actually. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I just want to win. How much does that hurt? <laughs> I'm used to it. What we... Wait, 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 wait. We didn't discuss what I get when I win. All right. What do you want? You get to leave. <laughs> right. You get to beat it. You get to go to a job interview. I get to... Um... Kiss Hefe, you're in. <laughs> it's settled. We'll discuss. We'll discuss. Thank you with the ruler. <laughs> oh, that's a nice one. Oh, you can spank me with a ruler. <laughs> Just don't insert. I'm not into that. <laughs> Does Bobby Cox boss sluts around in the porn classic Make the Bitch Beg or boss around millionaires for the Atlanta Braves? Porn star, playmaker, El Jefe Sida. Say his name again, please. Bobby Cox. Now, remember... It's either way. These porn stars, they'll pick crazy names like that. I know. You never know if it's just an average baseball player. How do you spell player. the last name? You don't get that. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give it to you. Uh, I'm going to say, um, uh, I'm going to say baseball, whatever. Playmaker? Yeah. She's right. Yeah. Damn it. Oh, um, holy... Who wrote these questions? Right, five. Oh. So oh, if yeah. she gets one more correct, you're SOL, Tommy. Um, right there. 
All right, here we go. <laughs> no one heard it, don't worry. Are you ready? Yep. Porn star playmaker. Tommy's adult life hanging in the balance <laughs> as Melissa has finally made it in the studio and her beautiful friend Veronica. Aww. Dubs, you had to pick one of them. Which one are you doing? Oh, stop it. Which one are you it's doing? Basically, do you like a blonde or brunette? Donkey Punch? Which one? Oh, oh I know what that is. That's so gross. Donkey I Punch. I don't know what it is. Damn How about, uh, can I throw a filthy, filthy Sanchez in there, too? Okay. Dirty Sanchez? Sure, why not? All right, then, then I'm taking Alyssa. Cause, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, with the Sanchez and the... Uh, oh, why would you go racial? I'm not going... <laughs> I am going racial, but I'm not hey. going racial in a bad way. We're the same. We're both from Colombia. Are you really? He's half Colombian, half Italian. Oh, man. I know. Colombianas! All right. You know, you know, <laughs> I love how Latin women have so much pride. Well, you're Mexican. I know. Most important Latino oh, broadcaster. Women. I know. <laughs> I'm not a Latin woman. He's a Latin woman. At least not on this show. <laughs> All right, here we go. Porn star playmaker. Tommy. <laughs> yes. When was the last time you even touched a woman? Um, I think I rubbed up against your boobs out in the green. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. Did Tommy star in Cornhole Patrol? Oh, wait. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh. No, I'm just kidding. Is Josh Booty on screen throwing balls in Cornhole Patrol or on the field throwing balls for the Cleveland Browns? Josh Booty. Yeah. You heard that name before? No helping. That's not going to be anything. <laughs> yeah. Now you got to think to yourself, am I going to give you this many consecutive playmakers? Booty, porn star. Is a porn star going to go this light on his name? Reverse psychology. Or is a guy who is in professional sports all his life had to deal with the name Booty? Playmaker. Playmaker? Is that your final answer? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Tommy? You're out of luck, bro. <laughs> Playmaker. I'm sorry. I hate this show. All right. One more each week. Now, what you guys get instead, Tommy's going to dance for you. No. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I need to close or move right away. I don't have any headphones. I can't hear you. No. Oh, no. Yes. Yes, also, that's so great. Come on, I can't Tommy. dance alone. Dance. Well, somebody dance with Tommy. Sit down and get the no. Dance. Uh, Tommy, come here and dance in the middle of them. Come, yeah, on, come on, I was going to do it. Come on, shake it, but you're hot. This, this is like my blue heaven. This is like your fantasy of me dancing for you. All right, how about we do one more? One more all or nothing. Dude, I won. One more all or nothing. All right, wait, 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 wait. How about we do one more? For Tommy to dance for you, and if not, Tommy doesn't have to do at all. All right, but you're out of the clear. Okay, you're in the fine, clear fine, now. Fine. Okay, you're in cool, the clear cool, now. Cool. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's hope I'm good. Did Steve Drake star in over 800 films between 1980 and 2002, including Quantum Deep or Punch for the Kansas City Chiefs in the early 90s? Porn star playmaker El Hefe side out 106.7 uh-huh. WJFK. I'm gonna say porn star. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Tommy, oh, you're dancing. <laughs> you're dancing. No. No, she got it right, so I went. No, 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 no. So you got it right, so you got to choose. Dance. You want No, no. I thought. I wanted to dance. Dance, oh, monkey. Oh. Come on. Dude, this is it. Let me, hold on, let's see. This is your chance. 
chicks can tell a lot by a guy by the way he dances. That's correct or not? That's why I don't want to dance. Now, you got to dance. <laughs> if you show them you got some moves, they may be thinking, all right, I may be into anal with this guy. <laughs> no. Come on, Tommy. <laughs> and then by anal, I mean to put a strap on and have you. <laughs> all right, go for it, man. Come on, Tommy. 30 seconds. No, no, no. You I can't even dance. I don't know how to dance. Five seconds, my God. Five seconds. Do, do three moves. I don't, I don't know any moves. Go. <laughs> Come on. Do it. Oh, I'm so bad. Come on. I hate Alyssa now. I've changed my mind. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, my God. Don't rip her arm out of her socket. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, what? Look at ballroom dancing. <laughs> All right, you stop, pussy. Stop molesting her. <laughs> All right, guys. Wait, was that molested? Yeah, yeah so did you see how he like he started grabbing her panties and giving her a wedgie? <laughs> I saw that. No, he was good. He was good. He had the right. Gave stuff. her a noogie. Yeah. He tried to get his hand up underneath her shirt, uh, like it's one thirty at the end of the night, the bar, and everybody's drunk, feeling skin on its skin. Yeah. Happy knows a lot about that. Well, I did do a lot of time in Lansing, Michigan. All right. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Alyssa, Veronica, thank you for coming in. Hey, thank I, you for we do more with you, but I know you got to go to your I, job no, interview. Yeah. Alyssa wants friends. to have her birthday on the air. Yeah, actually, I do. When's your birthday? It's on a Saturday, uh, December twenty seventh, two days after Christmas. Uh, we aren't getting any male strippers. So. Really? Will you come in we for are. your birthday? Oh, I don't want male strippers. Um, I, want you guys, I want you guys to take your clothes off. Just that. Oh, my God. That'd be great. I'll, what do I get for my birthday? Uh, it's in two weeks. When's your birthday? Two weeks? Saturday night. Saturday night. Is it real? Come back in two weeks, and I guarantee you'll get a show. Uh, yeah? I promise well, we'll stop you. in on our way out before uh, we go to Yeah. Get, get nice and liquored up. Stop in. <laughs> take our clothes off. Actually, we look better to you. Veronica will be 21 on that birthday. Yeah. Veronica's going to be 21. We're both going to turn 21. Damn. <laughs> you realize between the three of us, we don't have 21 inches? Isn't that a little sad? How would you know? I'm just guessing. <laughs> I know. Look at us. It's like I haven't seen Dubs before. We're Ugh. practically brothers. So. Or felt it. <laughs> up against uh, I'm a limp now. When we passed out after watching the Cowboys. Well, congratulations, everyone. Two weeks, Veronica's birthday. Mm-hmm. You're more than welcome in. Thank you so much. And you, great to meet you, Elizabeth. Nice to meet you. Thank you All right, for having now, me. Now, hold on. You guys brought a guy with you. Uh-huh. Uh, who is he? Our no, friend. Not mine. <laughs> Our friend. Your friend? Okay, I was just going to see yeah, if you wanted to. dating somebody? Perhaps. Are you really? Does he, would you like to watch uh, Tommy and you? <laughs> in the corner and watch you guys? Uh, oh, so who are you dating right now? I don't know. Apparently she dumped the guy from Match.com. Oh, no, please don't. Let's not talk about that. He's probably listening. Well, that's right, because you called us on a date last week. Yeah. Oh! Embarrassing. You called Stop. us. You called a, a radio show day. on a. Oh, I just remember that. On a radio show. Were I'm you not drunk? To anyone right now? Hold on a second. Things, yeah. <laughs> I, I take that back. Let me see. Dating life. Broke up with the guy she was on a date with on Saturday. Excuse she gave him. Oh my God! Please, that's so mean. Was well, it? She didn't want to be in a relationship. Yeah, it's true. He didn't believe her, and then she told him the truth. No. What was the truth? That he wasn't perfect. You're not, no, that's, that's not true. And feel so his chemistry with him. And he didn't make her laugh. You look like a jack. No, we're not. I didn't say he wasn't perfect. It's just, we just didn't get you along that well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, no, we got along great. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Let's talk about no, something else. Veronica, <laughs> Veronica just gave me the little real small thing. Oh, my oh. God. 
What? Oh. oh, no, that's so wrong. That's so not true. Did you go that far with them? <laughs> oh, God. How big was no, his mouth? No, 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 I did not. Of course I didn't. Did you? My brother's listening. Your brother is? You did, you did. Oral? He clicked your no, mouse. No, no, it was Click all your on mouse. the internet. No. He clicked the mouse. It was all on the internet. We only dated on the internet. Wait, then you said you had internet sex? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You talk dirty to each other no. over I am? Silly. Actually, an interesting oh, yeah, uh, fact like about <laughs> Alyssa is she actually went to Catholic school. <laughs> yes, I did. We did. She had the we uniform. Both we both did. Yep. Do you guys still have the uniforms? Yeah, you guys want us yeah. to wear it next time? Oh, God, yeah. Is the bluebird blue? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. We went to Bishop O'Connell in Arlington. Dun, 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 hungry dun. Whatever. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I, what, I don't know. I think I'm falling in love with Veronica. Oh, look at that. I'm serious. She's got great I'm look. Colombian. Now all of a sudden he's like, oh, yeah, too. Yeah. Colombian, Italian. You tell me she's not going to be able to rock the world. <laughs> Those are passionate now, people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them the ultimate question that proves if I'm going to date a girl or not. Will you let me push you down some stairs? <laughs> Will you? No. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> Veronica's into that kind of thing. I'm telling you, Veronica's after my heart. Veronica's kind of got, now, no offense, but you kind of got, and I'm trying to be as general as possible God, for the people I don't listening. Know. But, like a Shakira thing going uh, with like a phone. You know what that's I mean? Nice. No, she, that's nice. She's yeah. beautiful. Stand up. Let me see your ass real quick. No, Veronica, no, no, no. This isn't Howard Stern. No, seriously. <laughs> oh, I wish. Wait, wait. wait you stand guys. up real quick. Hmm. We have to go because we have to be there in 20 minutes. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Oh, my gosh. She's so scandalous. God. <laughs> Can we do that? Can you unbutton your jacket real yeah, quick? Yeah, right. Uh, just unbutton the jacket. I saw a little something. This is the interview look. I saw the happy trail. Yeah. <laughs> evil. It's <laughs> so evil. I, no, but for real. So, all right, guys. Thank you so I'm much sorry, for coming in, Veronica. Thank you, guys. Come, are you coming in two weeks for your birthday? Yes, definitely. Yes. And you'll be back in December, Alyssa? Yes, Hopefully your new boss likes the happy ending. <laughs> I hope he likes that happy trail. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have fun. It's called a razor. <laughs> happy trail. Happy trails to you. Do we want to wait till they're out of the building to officially talk about them? There they go. Yep. See ya. All right, Dubs, honestly, what do you think? They're good. They're hot. Yeah. Hot chicks. Alyssa wasn't quite the picture that's online, but oh, she's, she's cute. Yeah, she's very definitely cute. Veronica. Smoke. You know what? I really couldn't get into her just because looks like one of the most annoying girls I've ever met in my life. And she looks like one of those sorority girls, oh. you know? I just can't get into that. Well, let's do the old school jam of the week. Take a break, gather our thoughts, enough time to uh, empty out the shaft, <laughs> then we'll be back. El Jefe's Old School Jam of the Week, don't hit it yet because it starts cold. Yep. Is Warren G and Nate Dog. Regulators! Mountain up. Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Regulators. We regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. You gotta be handy with the steel if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Mount up. 
It was a clear black night, a clear white moon when G was on the streets, trying to consume some search for the E, so I could get some phones rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC, on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak, all of you searching on what's up with 213. So I select on 21 and Lewis, some brothers shooting dice, so I said, let's do this. I jumped out the rock and said, what's up? Some brothers put some gas, so I said, I'm stuck. These girls peeping me, I'm on glide and swerve. These hookers looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to think of better things than some horny tricks. I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix. I'm getting jacked, I'm breaking myself. I can't believe they taking more as well. They took my rings, they took my Rolex. I looked at the brother, said, damn, what's next? They got my homie hemmed up, and they all around me. None of them see him if they going straight down for power. They want to come up real quick before they start to clown. I best pull out my strap and lay them busters down. They got guns to my head, I think I'm going down. I can't believe it's happening in my own town. If I had wings, I would fly, let me contemplate. I glance in the cut, and I see my homie name. Sixteen in the clip, and one in the hole. Nate Dog is about to make somebody's turn cold. Now they dropping and yelling, it's a tad bit late. Nate Dog and Warren G had to regulate. Titty bars. I'm heading out. 
Some boys are taking me out. I need your advice. Best titty bar to go to, 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. This is for real. I haven't been to any of the D.C. titty bars. And if you have any information on a good titty bar, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to take your calls next on the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Oh, the Bible is written by people even dumber than all these mothers. On 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back to El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. My name, El Jefe. Sitting across from me, my good, good buddy, Z-Dubs. I don't know how much time we're going to have tonight. So much stuff, so little time. There's one announcement we definitely do need to make. What's that? Sort of a tribute a little bit later on in the show. Oh, yeah. I guess we kind of have to get to that. Yeah, we got to acknowledge it at least. Johnny Punani's here with us. Also, thank you to Tommy for helping out in the hideout. So I was telling you this, Doves. I am going to a strip bar tonight. My first Washington, D.C. titty bar. Turns out I got some buddies who work on Capitol Hill. And these guys are like real Capitol Hill guys. They work for, I'm not going to say, a, let's just say a congressperson. Okay. I'm not going to tell you House. I'm not going to tell you Senate. Very important people working on the Hill that I just happen to know. So last night, my buddy calls me. He's like, hey, man, I know what we're going to do. We're taking El Jefe out to his first titty bar in Washington, D.C. With Congress people? Or not, actually, not Congress people, but, but the uh, people that work on Capitol. the Hill. Exactly. Wow, you're going to be you're gonna be so drunk off martinis and Manhattans. And... I know. I'm, I'm living it. You see, I dress somewhat nice tonight. And not just because Alyssa and Veronica were coming in. Because I want to look good when I go to the strip bar. I want to have this air of, hey, I have money. Even though I told my buddy, I don't think I can go. I, I got no cash. You cheap bastard. What? What? You're the one that has this move. Punani Dubs has this move where he doesn't carry any cash on him. So anytime we go anywhere, I always have to pick up with the cash. Dubs refuses to carry cash with him. That's a, a joint bank account with a girlfriend. Exactly. Well, it's all gone. No, it's, it's uh, because it's the same reason I always used to carry a pager instead of a cell phone. Because I get a pager like, oh, man. I need to call this person. Hey, can I use your phone? And it, it was so much cheaper. I'd be paying five bucks a month for a pager instead of what I'm paying now for my cell phone, about a hundred bucks a month. You're so cheap, bro. I can't believe you have the audacity to call me a cheap bastard. I, the, the strip club's going to be an expensive night. I can call you a cheap bastard for that. I would never let anybody pick up the tab on that. Well, I'm, I was like, you're going to pick up the tag. Hell yeah, man. We just well, want to take El Jefe out. Okay. If they're Capitol Hill people, I'd say, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Honestly, my buddy didn't make a whole lot of money. I mean, the people that are actually staffers, they don't make a ton of cash. But this guy, he's a single dude, bachelor, got a nice little pad in Southeast. I think Southeast. And, uh, yeah, man, he's living it up nice, so he wants to take me out for a night on the town. Here's the question, though. I don't know where to go here. If we're in Lansing, Michigan, we have two choices. The VU or, or DG's. Or Omar's. Or Omar's. All of Omar's actually not a bad strip club. No. The VU has a history. It's nationwide. DG's was just a scummy place. Oh, God. It's the worst place in the world. I need suggestions for a titty bar to go to. I, I wish we had more time to get into a story about DG's, but we'll do that later. We'll have to do that at some other point. So, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. El Jefe's excited because you know that this is going to be on. I'm going to hear this at some point at the strip club. Every hooker loves dancing the genuine. My pony, and maybe it's just because of the words. So let's. Well, it's, got, it's got a good grind beat to it. Let's try this. 
Chris. Chris, welcome into the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Hey, what's up? What up, brother? Not much. You got a suggestion for a titty bar? Yeah, if you're trying to chill, relax, sit on some sofas and watch some girls dancing on a table in front of you, go to Nexus. But you want some hotter babes? Go to good guys. That's what I say. Some, a lot, I've heard the name. I've heard both of those names before. Panani, do you have any history with either one of these? And thank you for the call, Chris. Yeah, I went to good guys like ten years ago. That was about the last time. Back then, it was all skank, man. Now, now I guess everything's like upgraded now. I want to know. Usually, the FM talkers in town, the. Uh, the, the titty bars are all over them, broadcasting like and doing all that kind of stuff. Why don't we have that? I don't know. JFK has this air of it's not so much a an FM talker. We're like this super station or something. It's not the the normal balls to the wall FM talk station like you would have in Detroit. Although I got let me say this though, you sons of bitches in DC don't know how great you have it. Yeah, because the other FM talkers around the nation suck. For you to have the how the lineup of Howard Stern, a bonus hour of Ron and Fez, Don and Mike, and then Ron and Fez, and of course let's not forget the hideout and phenoms on the weekend. Your sons of bitches are lucky. Seriously. Now Bill O'Reilly, the rating cancer. All right. Yeah, you got you got uh, you got a mark there, but a lot of those stations have that, and they got you know they'll do they that. The, they have the bad spot. But. Let's move Ron and Fez to middays. Let's make it happen. Let's try this another one. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Zach, welcome into the hideout. El Jefe, how you doing? What up, brother? Listen, I'm going to tell you a spot. Everybody's going to call in tonight, and they're going to say, uh, let's go to Washington, D.C., the Nexus Gold Club, or we're going to go to Camelot. I'm here to tell you the best place to go is night shift up in Baltimore. You have your buddies pick you up and drive 40 minutes, and you will have the best time of your life. You what was it called again? Night shift. Night shift. Have them pay 40 bucks for the hot seat. What is the hot seat? The hot seat is they pull whoever, say your buddies pay 40 bucks for the hot seat. Uh-huh. They pull you up. They put you in a chair on the main stage, and this girl just goes to town on you for... A full song. So you want genuine, you got genuine for a whole song. I'm picking at that point in like Tool or Pink Floyd, something that's a good seven, eight minutes. No, no, no. They have, no, you, you don't get to pick the song. The DJ picks the song, but they play, I'm, t- I'm telling you. take requests? The t- you know, uh, no, they don't take requests. Isn't that the saddest thing a strip club DJ? Oh, yeah. It's so sad. Bunch of uh, broadcasting school rejects end up at the strip club. Let me tell you, though. We got Cammy in the front. All right. Well, I don't know if they wanted to drive to B more. That's closer to where I live in Silver Spring. I'm down with that. If they're from Capitol Hill, they're going to want to drive. They've gone up there for Baltimore Orioles games before. They're going to they're gonna want to go up there. I like I that. I guarantee these guys that are going to take you up, they, they probably know your taste, and they're going to want to take you up there. Awesome, Zach. Thank you for the call, brother. 800-636-1067. Brian, you got a suggestion? Yes, sir. It's night shift up in Baltimore, Maryland. Wow. Two. <laughs> Hey, you sit at the bar and the uh, girls. They actually, it's been on the show, uh, The Wire on HBO. You ever seen it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they, they had it on that show before. And they, uh, the girl, you can sit at the bar. They have about six girls in the bar and they just rotate. They do a little dance in front of every single guy so they can get their little dollar. They sit there. They're playing with themselves and everything like that, doing their little thing. Got girls up on stages, great outfits, a lot of real, you know, breasties, things like that. It's a beautiful place. It's right under the overpass, and uh, just watch yourself when you're leaving, because you might get jumped. But hey, <laughs> it's a good time, okay? All right, thank you, brother. 
Now, that's the only thing that kind of sucks, though, is that I'm going to I'm have to drive all the way to be more. No, have, have, the, have the guys drive you. Yeah, because I don't want to drive. No. You're going to be getting lit, too, man. Oh, you know this, bro. I'm going to get lit up. Scott, welcome into the hideout. Hey there. How you doing? What's up, bro? Great. Uh, hey, I'm telling you, blow off uh, Baltimore, blow off D.C. I'd go all the way out to West Virginia. Go out to... Uh, I've heard West Virginia is great. Really? West Virginia is fantastic. What What makes West Virginia so great for Titty Bar? No rules. Well, for one, yeah, no rules. They're a little more laid back and the drinks are cheaper. That's for sure. Yeah, you know what? That is true, though. That is very much true as far as you go into the country. You can get away with a lot in Lansing, man. You oh. Seriously, you drop 25... If you really wanted, you can get oral at some of these places. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you just you have to have a little bit of game with the twenty bucks, though. You know, you're paying for it, but you're working for it too with the game. Right, they work hard for their dollars out there. That's for sure. Nice. Yeah, it's a happy place. A dollar means a lot more in West Virginia as opposed to D.C. or be more. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Notice nobody's saying Virginia. Is that because of the pasty laws? Is that because of the pasty laws, you think? Oh, it's got to be. Virginia's lame. I mean, it's just... Oh, God, I'm surprised they don't have blue laws. Blue... I can't say that, can I? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Blue bees? Yeah, exactly. Somebody's saying, just so you know, Baltimore is much further from Silver Spring than downtown D.C. Well, I understand that. But actually... How about West Virginia? You know what, though? When you're driving through the city, like time-wise... It's not really that much of a difference. Sometimes it can equate to the same. But, I mean, I understand. I'm not a complete imbecile. Thank you, Ad Mag. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Dubs, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the B- BYOB all nudes or the um, topless, but we'll provide the drinks for you at the bars? I, I would prefer the uh, just the topless. Really? They work a lot harder. You know, when, they, when they're just showing it all off, they can't really touch you that much. They can't do a whole lot. Aren't you always disturbed, too, about... Chicks that like you see everything flapping in the wind, and you see, God. you know what I mean, like the meat curtains, and, now, and it's not exactly you can tell that they're worn out. I understand what you I'm definitely saying? see that they're worn out. The one thing that I'm surprised at, but it, they wear a lot of perfume. But I'm, I'm surprised that it doesn't stink a lot more in there, those places. You know, I'm surprised there's not much stronger uh, fish scent around there because there were there were the thick perfume, which I think cares for a lot of it. But you, you still. You know, on the other hand, though, because they're dancing and they're sweating, they're working. It's not like the smell is built up, like held in by the panties. It's out in the open, so you're able to get that smell out a little bit more. But you said it at first. They're sweating. Well, they're sweating regardless. Yeah, but the, the, the sweats run. Okay, I don't know how how graphic I can get with this, but it's gonna smell like I don't know uh, Salisbury steak or maybe even a campfire. I'm thinking sushi bar. <laughs> sushi bar on a good day. That's what I'm saying. There was this one time I had this stripper. <laughs> she was giving me a dance, and so she did this thing where she was. Like, almost like the Beyonce bounce before it was the Beyonce bounce. Like, on my chest and stuff. And I could smell her ass. And there's nothing that ruins a dance than the smell of someone who just pooed. (laughs) (laughs) And the only thing that would have killed it worse is if I saw some dingleberries. And I just lost it and pushed her out of the way. You want to know what's worse than that? Sitting down, this about ten years ago, down down D.C., won't say the bar. Chicks up there, and um, 
Yeah, wrong time of the month, all of a sudden. Oh! Down the leg. I, was, I, was just down the leg. I swear to God, down the leg. Oh. And you just talk about about 20 guys spitting up drinks all at once. Just like, okay, this is my, just wrong. My friend went to a strip bar before in, in Lansing, and he walked out, didn't notice it because of the dark lights. Pants? A streak of blood oh. right down the front of his shirt. <laughs> Lovely. Nasty. Yeah. Yeah, so you got to be careful these places. Wear dark clothes. You know what? You get a memento. Don't, don't wear a white shirt to these places. That's yeah. your going away prize. Quick, or, put, put, rub it out in water because it's not, it's not going to come out. My Jesus. No, that was, that was the worst thing in the world. Chris, welcome into the hideout on JFK. Hey, how you doing? What's the, up, uh, I live in Martinsburg, and definitely the West Virginia strip clubs are, are good. Um, Millennium, you can go and get a shower dance for like 20 bucks. Yeah, I was going to ask where they do the shower dances at. What's a shower dance? They, well, two, uh, chicks are, two chicks are in the shower, and basically they're doing anything and everything with the uh, paint to each other, and then you throw your dollars, and they'll go and get them wherever they want. And then you get to dry them off, right? Uh, well, I tell you, you cannot wear a white shirt in there because you will walk out with paint all over you, everything. They have a bouncer in there, but he's normally the pretty cool because there's like eight guys. Well, you know what I'm... Not... Thanks, thanks a lot, Chris. You know what I'm thinking, though? Now that I hear this and I'm hearing night shift in Baltimore, Millennium in West Virginia, I'm almost thinking, let's save the strip club. Maybe we just go to Hooters where it's the same, it's the same technique where they come up and they pretend to like you to get your money. Maybe we go to a Hooters or something and hang out there and then save the road trip to be more. I say you go to both. You, uh, you, com you compare and contrast, you know? Go, go to both places? Yeah, go to both places. Go this weekend to uh, the Washington ones, then go out to Baltimore, see how much better it is. Make it a scientific study. But yeah. this, this is all on my buddy's... I want your thesis on my desk. On my buddy's tabs. Yeah. It's not like I can continue to rack up their bills. Thesis. <laughs> as, as we continue to go around to area strip clubs, just so I know what it's like at all of these. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Now, our, uh, our sports analyst, by Curious BJ, I was with him at the strip club before. And wait a second, hold on. BJ, you there? I am here. BJ, we're gonna get to sports in a second by Curious BJ, sports analyst. Alrighty. But you went to a sport, you went to a strip bar with BJ, Doug. Yeah, he was getting a lap dance from one of the corners, and I see the girl back off him for a second and then go back to work. I asked him what happened. He's like, oh, I told her to get off for a second. I had to uh, adjust so I get more feeling. <laughs> I know guys, and I swear to God, guys will wear sweatpants. BJ did that the first couple times we went to the, the strip bars, too. I go with the mesh with no underwear. The mesh shorts. Mesh shorts, no underwear, so you get the absolute most feeling. Is it all possible? Well, you're paying, like, what, 10, 15 bucks? I mean, you want to get your money's worth? 10, 15 bucks, maybe in Michigan. What do you think a lap dance is here, Dubs? I'd say at least 30. At the very least. I don't know if I even want a lap dance. Because, like, I know they don't like me. I know they're not into me. And they're just, they're whoring themselves out. I, the feminist in me feels bad about it. Is that wrong? Uh, they, hold on, BJ. Let's take some more calls. Lorenzo, welcome into the hideout. Hey, how's it going? What's up, Gentlemen. Bro? Yeah. I was born and raised in the D.C. metro area. I'm a college student. I now live in West Virginia. Uh-huh. Just across the border in West Virginia. Without doubt, D.C. has Nexus. Baltimore has night shift, but the place that's open in West Virginia, it's about 60 mile drive from DC. Uh, like Is it the middle school? Or so. It's called Vixens. It's incredible. Damn. Why are they all in West Virginia? Are they the cornbread? 
back country backwards girls or what? Uh, no, it's, it's not even that. It's uh, you'd be surprised. Uh, it's right on the border of Maryland. I mean, literally, you're maybe two miles from Maryland. It's just there's none of that juice bar uh, topless rule. Uh huh. So you can bring alcohol. You know, they serve alcohol. You can bring your own men. Nude. You can get a lap dance between five and a BJ for usually twenty five. A BJ? Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down. We're going to Vixens. Now we don't know. Well, let me just say this: we don't know that they're really giving. I mean, that, well, would, be, I mean, that would be illegal. Uh, but no, if uh, all right, all right, we don't know that though. I'm trying to play the, the well, nice game. But thank you for the phone call, Lorenzo. You'd be sucking from experience, though. <laughs> you, just, you just gotta cover yourselves. Charles, welcome into the hideout. Hey, what's happening? What's up, brother? Uh, I was gonna say in D.C. you can't make body contact with the women. In uh, Maryland, I believe you know you can have contact. I went to some club. I don't recall the name. I was all messed up. Uh, and you buy an orange juice for twenty-five dollars or a large orange juice for forty dollars, and you can have some activity. You know. Oh, hey, and, so that's your phone's cutting out on us. But that's the another thing about strip clubs. Have you ever been getting a lap dance and then the uh, the waitress comes around and asks you if you want to buy a girl a drink? I didn't know. No, no. Uh, in in my internet, the the voo they did that, uh-huh. and it's fifteen bucks to get this girl a large drink, and all it is is water. They tell you it's like a, a big like a uh, vodka and something drink. It's only water. I, would, I thought that was the front. Hey, do you want to buy them a drink? It's a $50 drink. That way it looks like you're buying them a drink. No transaction is made between you and her. So if she does something extra to you, you know, maybe it's a little bit more legal. Although I still doubt it would be legal. All right, BJ, are you ready with your sports analyst? Yeah. Analysis? I suppose. I'm a, I'm a little hungover from last night. You sound... So, you sound and I just watched Bowling for Columbine, so... It, it's a great movie. Is it? I haven't seen it. It's great, but it, I'm a little out of it. It kind of, it, it's moving. All right. Well, get your stuff together. Maybe have a couple drinks during the commercial break. We'll come Hair back. Hair the dog, man. Tonight was the big night, wasn't it? Or was it today? Don't give away the score because I don't know yet, but your school, Eastern Michigan University, against the University of Maryland. Am I correct? I am. Uh, you're correct. All right. And I don't know what happened. Make sure you know, BJ. <laughs> sure I, I'm, more, I'm a Michigan fan. I don't follow Eastern. Well, find out. Find out, you jackass. I'll find out. I want to find out. And also, we're going to be back with your Michigan High School football roundup next. El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Hold the line. This is us with the king of our media. King of media. The king of our media. Howard Stern. The Howard Stern. If you're losing your hair or know someone who is, you can't afford to miss the ball truth. Every Sunday night at 11 p.m. right here. To empower yourself right now, go to www.thebaldtruth.com. Here's a question. Are you making enough money to pay all your bills? Are you making enough to pay the rent, the telephone, the utility, and the car payments due every month? Here's another question. Do you like your job? Do you see yourself doing what you're doing 20 years from now? Tough questions, and unfortunately, there's no simple answers. Whether you want to admit it or not, your future's in your hands. If you do 
nothing, things won't change. Your life will stay where it is. If you do something, things can change. You may get a better job. You may make more money and call them crazy, but you might actually learn to enjoy what you do. They enjoy what they do. They help people every day. Who are they? You've heard of them before. They're the people who've redefined education. They're computertraining.com. It doesn't matter whether you have a doctorate or a GED. They can help you make a change into the most exciting industry in the world, technology. But don't take their word for it. The U.S. Department of Labor says it's the place to be in 2003. That is, if you're looking for great job opportunities. Anyway, you want to learn more? Log on to computertraining.com or call 1-800-733-5641. Make sure to take the online skills challenge. Again, that's computertraining.com or 800-733-5641. Helping you build a better tomorrow today. Hey, welcome back to What's Cooking. And today we are preparing a special dish from the south of France. Let's start with the ingredients. The right ingredients, they're essential in cooking. And they're just as important when it comes to buying a new home. Washington Homes has the perfect recipe for your dream home. It starts with ingredients like quality, lasting value, and great neighborhoods. A great neighborhood is a key to the dream home. A neighborhood where traditions are honored, where old-fashioned charm is in abundance, and where hospitality enlivens every single day. And right now, Washington Homes is offering an extra touch of hospitality. Through October 31st, you get $2,500 in design showcase options when you buy a new home by Washington Homes. To find your dream home and become part of a spectacular neighborhood, go to WashingtonHomes.com or see our ad in the Washington Post, Washington Times, and New Homes Guide. Washington Homes, own your piece of the American dream. Equal housing opportunity. 106.7 FM, WJFJ. This is clean. Clean as light. Clean as pure. Clean as refined. This is heat. Feel heat right down to your toes. This is clean and heat put together. Welcome to today's oil heat. 99.9% clean. 100% warm. Sponsored by the National Oil Heat Research Alliance. CBS Sunday. Hope lives because the evidence never dies. People shouldn't be forgotten. They should get justice too. Cold Case, a new series, premieres CBS Sunday. Watch USA Tonight, Washington's only local news at 7 p.m. Weeknights on WUSA 9. This is 106.7. WJFK. WJFK. L. Hefe's Hideout. Three chuckles an hour, every hour guaranteed. <laughs> Three chuckles an hour. <laughs> every hour. <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> Three chuckle an hour guaranteed. If you don't laugh at least once every 20 minutes, f*** you. And welcome to El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. I am El Jefe. 
That is J-Dubs, Punani hanging out with us. And then, of course, thank you to Tommy for helping us as well. JFK El Jefe, the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger in ElJefe.tk, where you can go and find out whether or not Cameron Gray is hot. Hotornot.com, CamDaddy2003. we got a link right there at ElJefe.tk to do everything you need um, as far as that is concerned. But in the meantime, it is now time for us to go to our sports analyst, Mr. By Curious BJ. BJ. I'm wondering if uh, Maryland did play today against Eastern Michigan. Why are you wondering? Because I'm watching the bottom. I watched the entire bottom line here and didn't go, the score didn't go across. Uh, you go to Eastern Michigan University. I do. I go to Eastern Michigan University, but I'm not a proud student. Why not? Because we, we're horrible. We suck at everything. Why? I don't know. I just... If they're letting you into school, it's got to suck. Well, I guess so. I, I, I Point taken. How are you our sports analyst, and you have no idea if your school played the area school in Washington, D.C., and you're on the air in Washington, D.C.? Hey, I, I don't know what to tell you, but I can tell you that, that the uh, Cubs won their uh, little game today and uh, are going to make the playoffs. I'm very upset about that. <laughs> I, I absolutely hate the Cubs. <laughs> Why do you hate the Cubs? Because of the GOAT. <laughs> What goat? The never, goat curse. You never heard the goat curse? No, what is this? The, the, the Cubs haven't won the pennant since, like, forever, like back in the 30s. And it's because this guy used to, back when the Cubs used to win all the time, this guy used to bring a goat to all the games. And so one day they they told this guy, hey, you can't bring your goat anymore. And the guy said, you know, you guys are never going to win the pennant again. And since that day, the Cubs have never won the pennant. And that is the rest of the story. And that's it. But they need to bring, if they just bring a goat back in, everything would be fine. But they won't do it. What? Why do you care about a goat in the Chicago Cubs? Because I hate, I, I, that, that was ridiculous. This guy brought his pet goat to the games for like like six years in a row. And one day they tell him he can't do it. It's ridiculous. The guy can, should be able to bring his goat. Grandfather him in. Say, all right, no one else can bring goats in, but you can because your grandfather's in. How about that? Give and take. Hey, BJ, are, are you, like, pushing to be a goat farmer? I mean, we were kind of talking about farming we earlier. Heard, we heard about the people of Weberville who are having sex with sheep. No, pigs. Hey. Pigs. Yeah, a kid actually killed a pig. At like this agricultural day, at, he killed it at Weberville High School. I know, yeah. he, I know, he was on top of it. Oh yeah, he killed it. They they, they went in there and it was it was dead. <laughs> he, he, so necro bestiality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was really going to death. It was alive when he started. <laughs> oh wow. Like, <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of baseball. Questions coming up, man. Uh, baseball's biggest sluggers look as if they've lost a little pop in their bats. For the first full season since 1993, that's okay, Dubs, um, it appears that none of the game's top power hitters will reach 50 home runs. Could it be because baseball started testing for steroids this season? Some players actually believe so. What do you think, by Curious BJ? I, I think that uh, steroids are very. I think they're used by a lot of players in Major League Baseball, so I, I think there's a lot of validity to that argument. So that that's the reason why we're now. It looks like A Rod and maybe even Bonds have a chance with I think three games to go to hit. I mean, you saw Carlos Delgado the other day hit four yeah, bombs Sosa's in one right day. Too Sosa's right up in the high 40s too. So you think it is maybe because of the steroid I testing? I, you know, I, I'm not sure who I'll use them. Like you know, I, obviously players like McGuire did. I mean, it's obvious. You just look at his size. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Well, yeah, I don't want to say that he did. Allegedly, and I would. Just like you allegedly had sex with a goat in Chicago in the 30s. <laughs> hey, 
that they let. That's all they got to do. Bring a goat to the stadium. Grandfather a goat. <laughs> Grandfather <laughs> man. Now let me ask you this, man. I look at Bonds. I look at Sosa. These guys were stick figures. They were tiny when they first came into the league. Now I know they say they've got these great regimens. They work out uh, furiously. But you're going to tell me people were hitting 60 bombs, 70 bombs in bonds, and now they can't even break 50? I, I would have to assume that it's not that the balls are being put in microwaves or are really tightly wound. It's got to be the roids. Yeah, I'm Definitely. not going to throw in any accusations, but I'm going to. It's very suspicious, and it, I think it's going to. They're going to be tainted. Now, let me ask you this: um, Have you sniffed the taint of a coat? <laughs> of a goat? Yeah. No, I, I can't say I have. Actually, I can't remember the last time I've actually seen a goat. We're more cow farmers around here. There's, you don't find many goats around here. Does it matter if people are doing steroids, Dubs? Does it matter? Um, I I think if they allow it, no. But if if it's not allowed, and a lot of people are following the rules. Then yeah, it does matter because there there's uh, not a level playing field anymore. But if they're allowing it, it's totally fair game. I don't see. I'll be honest with you. I want to lose a good thirty pounds. Still, I think I have thirty pounds to go to lose. I've thought about taking a little shot here. You know what? I'm working out. I, I take creatine when I'm when I'm trying to muscle up. I wish that the NFL and uh, Major League Baseball would let people take roids because I just want to see these monsters out there just killing each other. That's why why I watch TV. Why I watch the... the... It was called the late 90s. That's what it was. Yeah. That's why I watched uh, Monday Night Football just to see people get leveled. Mm -hmm. I think they should be doing more of that. And the injuries and things like that. You got a guy like Ken Caminati who was in Major League Baseball who said a ton of people are doing it. Canseco says a ton of people are doing it. That's why you have all these injuries. But then you look like a guy you look at a guy like A-Rod who doesn't ever get hurt he plays all the time. He's just a good ball player. And he doesn't look like he's roided up. No, he looks very A-Rod looks very just average. Like a, just like a big guy, a big 6'2", 6'3", shortstop. Yeah, but not, uh, you know, he, he looks from head to toe like a normal guy. Now, by curious, BJ, have you ever dabbled? I know you were at Fowlerville Wrestling. Did you ever take any substances to help put you over the top? No, I never did, but I was always kind of chubby, too. So, it... We would take a lot of weight loss pills that we probably shouldn't have been taking. Oh, I took the only like thing water I took pills. That probably would have been illegal was I took some uh, prescription water pills before. Because you lose like six pounds a pop. Like huh. Before weighing, I took I took a pill and uh, it, I lost like six pounds and I didn't have to go out running or anything like that. Punani, did you ever take any, because uh, you were in what, you went to what, Citadel? Yeah. And did you ever, did you play sports? Nah, oh, yeah, I played baseball. You played baseball? Yeah. I wonder if I'm a better baseball player than Punani was. No, we're gonna bat. we're gonna get the wiffle ball bat out there and go down this little league field down the road here sometime. I'd smoke you, bro. Yeah, we'll find maybe out. not. Maybe now. Huh? Are you still in good shape, Punani? No. He I'm looks more, like John Crook. Come on, give me a break, man. I make John Candy look good. <laughs> now and that's John Candy as he is now. <laughs> you know. By curious BJ. Yeah. We have somebody who'd like to talk a little trash to you. Okay. Turpneck, welcome into the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. What's up, boys? What a great segment. Farming and Maryland football. What a way to go. So what happened? Turpneck, did you go to the University of Maryland? By Curious BJ goes to Eastern Michigan University. Was there a football game today? Question number one. Number two, who won? Well, yes, there was a game today. It was in uh, what, Michigan or whatever. Uh, crappy field, rain. Ypsilanti. Whatever. Ypsilanti, Michigan. Yeah, I, I couldn't pronounce it. I didn't want to try it. Um, what was it? Uh, they held a close game for the first two halves, and then uh, 
first yeah, quarter. Like DJ, like BJ, his uh, alma mater, uh, they went limp, and uh, Maryland scored three unanswered <laughs> touchdowns in the last 15 minutes of the game. Wow, BJ, you going to take that? Oh, Eastern Michigan's horrible. I don't, I don't care. They could lose every game, and I, I mean, I think they probably lost every game except for maybe one or two last do you, year. Do you think that's because Charlie Batch isn't there anymore? Well, I, I hate Charlie Bad, so, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if they had glory days back when he was there. How can you go to Eastern Michigan University and root for University of Michigan, which is the neighbor, Ypsilanti, and then there's Ann Arbor? How do you root for the rival team? Well, I've been I, I've been a Michigan fan before I even thought about ever going to Eastern. I just happened to end up going there. Uh, no, could I, you, no I mean, come on. I don't have the grade to get into Michigan. Come on. <laughs> you that. That's a top <laughs> ten school. And I don't have the money to pay the tuition costs either. So, all right. Well, Terp Nick, man, there you there you go. You're a winner today. How are the How are the Terps doing? Uh, we're doing pretty good. Three and two right now. We got Clemson coming up next weekend. Uh, should be a good game. Uh, we haven't lost to them, I think, in the past like ten years now. So nice. And we shouldn't get Michigan State up too because they'll be ranked after after today's game. I don't care about Michigan State. Good to talk to you, Terp Nick. We'll see you, buddy. All right, bro. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. In fact, Turpneck was thinking about he really wants to earn a hideout pass, and so he actually he's a farmer. He goes to the ag school. That Turpneck, he you know he's real good about you know his his I am name there, and so my thing is I want him to come in because he actually specifically works with bulls. Oh <laughs> jeez. So this is what I want Turpneck to do. I want Turpneck to come in, and we'll have two shot glasses, one of milk. And one of bull semen. Oh God! And we'll 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 mix them. Maybe we'll have three glasses: two of the milk, one of the bull semen. We'll like do the old switcheroo. The the, the hide the uh, ball into the coconut thing. Exactly. And then we have it sitting there, and then Turpneck has to down one of those glasses. Now that's all for a hideout pass, mind you. We spit in Fidel's face for his hideout pass, which was revoked. Oops. <laughs> Another hideout pass revoked. Oh, trust me, we'll get to that before 11 o'clock in the Phenoms. I know you're listening. We'll get to yours up there in heaven. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. By Curious BJ, you have anything else that you'd like to add to this uh, sports segment? Things. Did you get a chance to uh, did you hear about the Tigers today? Whoa! What happened? They're playing the they're playing the uh, Minnesota Twins. Do they lose to themselves? Well, if they lose, then they tie the record. Oh, I thought they already passed the record. They tied it for the American League. Now yeah. they're shooting for all-time yeah, futility. They one more loss to get to be tied with it. They're, the Mets. The, the Minnesota Twins. I'm, I'm watching it earlier. They were losing six nothing, so I turned it. And they ended up. They came back and won nine to eight. Wow! Down six nothing. They came back and why can't pulled they it play out. like that all the time? They're trying to not be the worst of all time. That actually gives you something to fight for for the rest of the year. Why weren't they fighting like that in the beginning, though? they got a really bad team. They do, but... And Illich cares more about the Wings than he does the Tigers. And, of course, I'm a Mets fan, so you know where my heart's at. You know, I read a, I read a, uh, like a, a ranking system on best owners. Illich was number three all time for the, uh, for the Red Wings. And number 105 again for the Tigers. <laughs> it says something. All the money goes into the hockey team in Detroit, hockey town. What's the other thing you have, by Curious BJ? The uh, my other alma mater, uh, Fowlerville, <laughs> had their huge, huge game. It was like the game, like it was the game of the week, and all all the presses there from the Lansing area, and they pulled it out and won. What was the score? What, what's that? It was 28-16. Who'd they beat? Hazlitt. <laughs> the Hazlitt Vikings. 
And the Fowlerville Gladiators. And the Fowlerville Gladiators battling out. Who was the leading rusher? Jesse Saunders. Wow. How many yards? 172 yards. Woo! How many touchdowns? Four. Scored all four touchdowns. Al Bundy. He's going to grow up to be Al Bundy working at Big Cheese Pizza in three years. <laughs> He's our headquarters. But now they, they were ranked 10th in the state this week, and they beat a team ranked who was ranked 8th, and a couple of teams lost ahead of them. So come the next week, they'll be 5-0 and, and probably in the top five. So they got a chance of going off this of the year. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I can't believe we do, we do Michigan high school football. Not today. Michigan high school football reports. Fowlerville High School football reports. <laughs> Heard on the cafeteria internet radio, please. I guarantee you, we're the only radio show in the nation giving you Fowlerville football updates well, every single I don't week. Know. Uh, the one out of Howell and Brighton, 93.5. FM. Actually, that uh, that one that you know, that sister station in Lansing, that 92.7. Yeah, the yeah. ticket. Yeah, they got they they have a whole they have a whole show now dedicated to high school football. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to. I don't know. The record's got to be absolutely horrible, but I mean, they do it. You know what you should do? I, this is what we're gonna do. I swear to God. We're going to put together all of BJ's tapes as the sports analyst for the hideout in Washington, D.C. Because face it, bro. Uh, send it. You're in, market, you're in market number eight right now. You're doing sports updates for market number eight in Washington, D.C. We're going to send... prep a little bit more. <laughs> we're going to send your demo tape to 92.7 The Ticket in Lansing, Michigan. And I want you to be the host of the high school football roundup. I want. you think we can get an interview one of the players next week? Could yeah. you get a Could you get a Fowlerville football player? Get, get the running back. Guy scored four TDs, man. He's got like he's got he's got to have close to twelve or thirteen touchdowns in the season. Or do you think he's too busy? What other press is he doing? Is he on the uh, the ticket? I mean, no. just line up and throw your microphone in his face. Is he is he committed to the ticket right now? Do he, he sign the? Uh... I don't think. I think only Jack Wallace calls the ticket. He's the head coach. Oh, does he call? Oh, he calls. Oh, yeah, they call the coaches calling. It's like the big thing. Get it's the like, coach. By Curious BJ, this is your assignment for next Saturday night. I want the coach of the Fowlerville Goats to call us. <laughs> could you call? Could you get Jack Wallace to call? A radio show in uh, Washington D.C. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> Come on, man. Damn right. Pass the number on. Get it on. Make it happen. Next week, huh? Jack Wallace tell, live. Tell Washington him. Uh, tell him I'm uh, on a show out here. He'll he'll be all over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, J-Dubs out here. He wants you to... Oh, man, I don't... All right. What do you think he'd say? I think I'd best leave your name out of it. He'd probably... That's kind of funny. It's not relevant for his team or anything, so it's kind of... Make him happen. Nobody else is giving Fowlerville football this much airtime. Make it happen. All right, this is what I can guarantee. I can guarantee you next week, this time, I will have a player on your show. Okay. And a live I... interview? What's yeah, I, we don't want you to go get uh, a recorder and tape the interview. No we tapes, no editing with Cool Edit Pro. I, I want it live. And have him call in. And this is what I want you to do. Maybe we'll three-way. Yeah, you call, you call, he calls. You call, he calls, he calls and you interview him about <laughs> Michigan football on the air here in Washington, D.C. Why is that funny? I, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see people you know, in their car you know what? just turning the station. No, they're like, not. They're listening. They're riveted. I guarantee you when people take their road trip to Michigan, they want to go see Fowlerville. We put Fowlerville on the map. <laughs> the hell with Kid Rock. Oh. All right, so I want you to get a phone number. We'll call in, and you will do the interview with the high school football player from the Fowlerville Goats live 
on El Jefe's Hideout next Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK. Put it in your calendar right now, your Palm Pilot, a week from today, 1031. If you, if you, if you blow this, BJ, we're going to fire you. Oh, they, they play the mighty Lansing Catholic Central next week, so... Ooh, that'll be coming off a big victory. All right, BJ, we got to go, man. we got to get some mandatory Manson and stuff. Make it happen. All right, I'll make it happen. All right, bro. 5,000. 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Why is that funny to me? That's great. I just think it's funny. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh man. Right. Yeah, some guy. Go, it's yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Some guys out there going, man. Why don't they do some local? Do some local high school like Braddock. Yeah. Oh wait, the, all the phenoms went to Braddock. So did I. Oh jeez. Really? Yeah. Wow. Right now, is that where all the great broadcasters come out of? Is that like the Syracuse of high school? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, you laugh. Actually, three. There are two others that used to be in broadcasting in this area from Lake Braddock. All right, <laughs> outside the phenoms and myself. Cool. So, right. throw names out. Come on, name drop. Uh, Lake Braddock. Let's see. What was that chick's name? Um, no, I can't remember. I can't remember. There are two other Syracuse. people. Syracuse. <laughs> where are the yeah. phenoms? They're not even here yet. Those yeah, they're, right. they're, they're doing the show. They prep. used to get here so early. Now they don't care anymore. Yep. I'm like, when are we going to be full time too? That's <laughs> what everybody's question is. Oh, you you got to wonder. Are they going to interview some high school guy? We Come should on. turn this segment into Alan. You know what we got to do next week? When <laughs> next week when we have Bi Curious BJ interviewing the Fowlerville High School dude, we'll conference it all onto Alan's voicemail, so he gets to hear the whole thing, so that we can prove to him that we're worthy of full time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. It's time for mandatory Marilyn Manson. From the golden, golden age of grotesque, use your fist, not your mouth. 106.7 WJFK, mandatory Manson's in the hideout. We'll be back with a tribute. And a couple more headlines. 106.7 WJFK. Marvel High School Football Rules!
Mandatory Marilyn Manson from the golden age of grotesque. There it is. Use your fist and not your mouth. 106.7 WJFK. If it's Mandatory Manson on Saturday night, you know it's got to be your brothers in El Jefe's hideout. Speaking of Mandatory Marilyn Manson, our dog is coming. And not, not only is he coming, he is coming to Washington, D.C., October 25th, a Saturday night, Dubs. Yeah. Marilyn Manson's going to be in town on a Saturday night. There's a choice there. The what day? Sh show's already sold out. What day? It's a Saturday the 25th of October, and we don't even have tickets. So we're going to be here on the air knowing that people are enjoying Marilyn Manson. we got to get someone on those tickets. we we got to get somebody on the tickets. If we can get the tickets, we're going to move the show to Sunday that night. Yeah. If anybody out there has Manson tickets and you want to take your favorite radio hosts... 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. How sad is that? Use your fist and not your mouth. I think that would be a great term and motto for these debates. J-Dubs, are you watching any of the debates, either the California debates or the uh, presidential debates? I've tried. I've really tried, but I just can't get into them, except for, especially the uh, California ones, because that really doesn't affect me at all. But the presidential ones, I just can't get into until I guess a little bit closer. So you don't care that General Wesley Clark has entered the race for the Democrats and or that in some of the polls he's already tied with George W. Bush or could beat him? Because these people, they come in and they drop out so quick right now or they, uh, they're really popular and then they drop down so much between now and the actual election time. It's really not worth it for me to uh, get attached to my favorite candidate. I'm attached already. I've got two favorites. There's a crowd of ten. And those of you that listen to the show know that I'm a, I'm a lefty. Actually, I'm, pretty, I'm fairly moderate, but I'm lefty on a lot of issues. And I, I like the Democrats, especially after what's going on in this nation right now with our current president. And I'm sure Punani will come and beat me and punch me in the stomach in a second. But let me just li list off the characters, Dubs. And I want you to put them in upper, and you too, Punani, in upper or lower category. All right. Okay. Uh, right now, there are probably two tiers of Democratic uh, candidates. Yeah. And so I want you to put upper, lower tier. Okay. Okay. And also, after I say the names, I want you to say whether or not you even know who they are. Okay. All right. General Wesley Clark, upper or lower? Upper. What did Clark do? Clark was. Uh, I don't really know his whole history. I know he's uh, big in the. Uh, NATO, yeah. Kosovo, things like that. He, he wasn't that stuff. Senator John Kerry. Lower. I, I just don't like his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I do my politics. I really don't like his name a whole lot. <laughs> Kerry, why the long face? You know what you are? You're like the chick. You're like the chick who picks the football teams based on the color. You're picking your presidential candidate and whether or not you like his name. What's True. wrong with you? True. You're 22 years old. You're about to be 23 in three weeks. You can't get involved with politics at all? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Is, Not... It, is it because it's a year away? Yes. Is it because you'll be 24 when this election actually happens? It's like getting excited for not this year's Super Bowl, but next year's. You know, you, well, that's the one the Lions may have a shot for. You should get excited about that. you got to look at this as the draft. I mean, this is the draft. Oh, that's a, getting into it. That's a great analogy. I know. I'm a great guy. Now I'm getting fired up. This is Punani. That's a good one. That This is the draft. You got Al Sharpton. These are the, these are the blue chippers for the Democratic Party. Oh, I but, wouldn't go quite that far. But the thing is, is maybe the draft, but 
for another six months, it's not actually like the first round of the draft. That's when I get excited. I, I'll watch rounds uh, seven and uh, through five or whatever. You got, you got. You, right now, we're going through the political Mel Kiper, you know, breakdown of you know. What are these people all about? Only on El Jefe's hideout in Washington, D.C. I know you're listening on the hill, ladies and gentlemen. We got, I even know this, we got listeners in the White House. Get yeah. out of here! I know for a fact there's a janitor in the White oh. House that, that listens to El Jefe's hideout on Saturday night. So, Bush and Laurel always up at Camp David. They can know, have it on 106.7. I know Ben was doing there, too. <laughs> Ben works everywhere. You just don't know this. I'm thinking remote. I know, right? Let's see. Senator Joe Lieberman, lower or upper? Upper. I say lower. In fact, let me go through. Wesley Clark, upper for me. Uh, Kerry, uh, he's upper. Just because everybody says this last debate, he did the best. I still can't get over. He doesn't look like a president to me because he has a weird-shaped face. Wesley Clark, too, I was excited about. I looked at him. Very small head, and it looks like he's wearing shoulder pads. I can't respect a man who wears shoulder pads in a presidential debate. Maybe it's me. I don't know. I got a gift from Cameron Gray, and I'm still a little weirded out about it. All right. Are you saying Cameron Gray wears shoulder pads? He does. I've seen it. Yes. Well, you pad your ass. Shut up. Why do you have to give away all my secrets? Senator Joe Lieberman, I say lower tier, no chance. Punani? No way. Come on. I I really like him. You like Lieberman? Just because he, he he just looks like a character. He looks like, you know, he looks like a Muppet. And anybody looks like a Muppet, I'm all for. And Fez does a great impression of Lieberman. Yeah. So it's going to be an entertaining ride of Fez show. Lieberman. Yeah. That's not bad. No, it sucks. Come on. Representative Dick Gephardt. That's good for us, a lot of dick jokes. But we had Cheney. We had Dick and Bush this year. And we didn't really capitalize on that. Not really. Although I remember when... Uh, Cheney came out to Michigan State to give the commencement speech, and so I did this crazy radio bit. I was like, where are the best places to hide dick in East Lansing? And so people will call up with, like, you know, the Delta House and uh, like the, the Boo. And or the, the, the male strip clubs. It was a bad radio pun. Yeah. It sounded great in the time in Market 119 as I look back on it, though. Not my finer moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you this. My dark horse in the race, and I'm not using this as a pun, I really like the guy. I'm not kidding. The Reverend Al Sharpton. I like him, too. Just he be- is brilliant. And he, so far, has made everything worth watching in these debates. He uses great analogies. He breaks it down for the people. And if, if it wasn't for the hair and a somewhat shady past... He does look like an evangelist, doesn't he? I mean, if he looked, I guarantee you, if the Reverend Al Sharpton and his ideas and his thoughts were in the body of, like, I don't know, a J.C. Watts or something. You know, someone who looked respectable and wasn't overweight and, you know, bad hair and stuff. He'd have a good shot, if nothing else, for vice president. Listen to what Al Sharpton says, and you're like... This guy actually knows what he's talking about. All right. Do you think it's because he's black that people uh, are digging so much of some of his past stuff up and uh, putting it out there? No, I'm, I mean, n- well, yes and no. I mean, he's he's one of those guys. He's an opportunist, much like Hual- Geraldo Rivera. Everybody is. Yeah, but some people actually know when to say when. Yeah. This guy will be anywhere. Along with, like, Jesse Jackson, wherever there's a photo op, he was like that. I think this presidential debate's helping people see that, you know what, Sharpton maybe isn't the bad guy that everybody thought he was. With, the, what is it, the Tuwali Brown or whatever that lady was back in the early 80s. But this is what I'm saying. If you listen to him, like, you know how Tim Russert is and Meet the Press, he's sitting here, and he'll pick these people apart. 
Tim Russert had video of the Reverend Al Sharpton allegedly making a drug buy, and the Reverend Al Sharpton was able to talk his way out of it and convince me. And the ultimate saying of sayings is you can't BS a BSer. I was like, Jesus, this guy's amazing. I like the Reverend Al Sharpton, and I hope he stays in it for a long time because he's bringing some other issues up to the forefront. Representative Dennis Kucinich, lower tier. But again, I tell you why this is smart, J-Dubs, and I don't know if you know this. What do you think cost uh, the Democrats the election in 2000? Punani? Was it, was it, was it hanging chads? No. Nah. Was it really Florida? I got one word. Nader. Nader is the reason the Democrats lost that election because a lot of people that normally would have voted for Democrats went over to the far left, green loving Ralph Nader. I don't know for sure about that. And I, I'm glad Nader ran anyway, just because I want to get a good third party in there just to make it not, you know, the, the heavyweight battle every year. I, I'd like to see three people going at it. I agree with that. Um, but I think Kucinich is basically the nader of the election, but he's in the Democratic Party, so it's not going to hurt the party as much. But he's bringing up a lot of those same issues now, that Nader would have brought up. In fact, I think Nader endorsed Kucinich. Now, is Nader planning on running again, or was that uh, just too expensive for him? I think he's done. Yeah. I think he's realized he ruined one election and won four years of the United States of America that needs to stay out of this election. Um, Ambassador Carol Mosley Braun, basically this lady's running to be the vice president. And now she's actually kicked out because, you know, here you have Wesley Clark coming in. She's, she's there. She's trying. But nothing special about her. You know who I want to see come back? Hmm. Ross Perot. <laughs> well, some people are comparing Governor Howard Dean to Ross Perot. Really? He's feisty. He gets upset. He's a straight talker. Better than Perot, I tell you who Dean is. And, by the way, those of you listening to El Jefe's Hideout now... Realize that you're listening to politics for dummies. Yeah, we're I'm I'm a retard. But, but you know what? We get the same number of votes as you do, and we're voting, and we're actually paying attention. Scary, huh? So you better start paying attention too. Howard Dean is my choice right now. The guy is a straight shooter. You know who he reminds me of? McCain. This guy's a communist. A lot of McCain. Uh, and I have a problem with that. Ugh. Howard Dean. Right now is the guy to me that's in the forefront. He's willing. He's willing to straight talk. He's not crowding anything with uh, all this further judgment and uh, clouding the issues. And I really like the dude because he's able to put it all out there and back it up. And I like him because he's feisty. Like yesterday on the, the debate the other day, you could see he was getting really upset and really pissed off about stuff. And I like that. We need a president who's going to get a little feisty. Um, you got Senator Bob Grandlord here. And then Senator John Edwards. Is Edwards or Kerry the one with... No, Edwards is the uh, good-looking dude. The, doesn't he have the uh, the TV show, the uh, crossing over? <laughs> uh, I don't think he actually does the TV show. <laughs> I, he's a senator from North Carolina. Oh, I thought he did the uh, ones where he can uh, he reads the minds of people and like watches like the dead people. And remember, J-Dubs has a vote, too. So I'm, he's got mine. <laughs> and that's what's so upsetting. I'm going to go vote, and J-Dubs is going to cancel out my vote with whatever it is. I may as well not even vote. I'm, write, I'm writing in Perot. I'm, I am, I'm going to vote, and I'm all there. My dream ticket right now is Dean and Sharpton. That's what I'm pulling for, going against Bush and Cheney. And I say they'd win. Right now, they would definitely win. So there's a little political roundup for you. And realize that not only do we sniff the chairs that girls sat in on the Al Jefe side out, we're also going to talk a little politics with you as well. Loosely. Very loosely. 800-636-1067.
202-432-1067. We need to transition. Now, I have, since you know the uh, the janitor over at the White House, mm -hmm. has he ever smelled the, the toilet bowl? <laughs> Done a toilet bowl sniff at the White House? Uh, I don't think so. I should ask him about the smell, though. Yeah. What, what cologne do you think George W. Bush wears? Mm -hmm. Very... Stetson? Yeah, Stetson. Yeah, I say Stetson. Go. Yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> I'll take a couple Angus beef strips and I'll rub it under my armpits. <laughs> oh, come on. I thought you were a Republican. Aren't you, Panani? Yeah, I don't know. I, you know. Well, He's turning. Look I at am, that. No, I, I'll be the first one to admit. I am kind of turning. I'm just like, eh. Punani's a hardcore conservative person in this administration. Is he turning a little bit? I am, I'm a conservative. I'm not a Republican. I mean, you know, I have voted for Democrats, believe it or not, so. Okay, so let's do this, Dubs. What is that? That's taps. There's been a death. No. What? Flipping to the obituary page of the hideout headlines. We are set to announce <clears throat> the passing of a co-host. Of a character. A character has died on the hideout. A character is Spoon. Spoon passed in his old age earlier Friday morning. Spoon leaves behind old jokes. Weed jokes. A laugh. Three babies' mamas from three different baby mamas' jokes. He also leaves behind two very happy hosts. Spoon dying of old age Friday morning in the hideout. Spoon dead to the hideout. I have any favorite Spoon moments? Are you going to miss anything about Spoon? When he got that uh, lap dance and stood up with the Woody. I think I'm going to miss that. I'll always remember that. That'll be on my nightmares. I have a favorite spoon moment. Actually, I have tape from that very favorite spoon moment. Came from the live broadcast at the Ron and Fez Dave and Buster's event. And the Ron and Fez people hadn't really been introduced to Spoon at that point. He wasn't really doing too much. The name hadn't gotten out there. But Spoon's aura somehow was thrown out into the audience. And the audience responded. Is that legal? Oh, he said aura. Okay. Yeah. The audience responded to Spoon. The way most people respond to Spoon. You suck! You suck! You suck! You suck! Your favorite Spoon one. It's 800-636-1067. 202-432-1067. How will you remember Spoon, Dubs? A glimmer in his eye. A hard, really pants. gay mustache. A hog in his pants. A hog in his pants. Come up here. I'll show you how gay I am. <laughs> I thought he just came through the back door. Come up here. I'll show you how gay I am. You suck. You suck. You suck. Do we want to have a moment of silence for Spoon? Yeah, let me bring this down. Hold on. Let it play out. If you want to have any Spoon moments, 800-636-1067. 202-432-1067. Spoon, dying of old age, Friday morning to the hideout. Moment of silence. 
<laughs> Come up here. I'll show you how gay I am. <laughs> and there he is. Spoon dead to the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Dubs, do you have anything else that you'd like to add as we wrap up this show for September 27th, 2003? No, I think we're, uh, we're pretty solid. Phenom's coming up next, and a lot of stuff we didn't get to. We've got one bit that we've been holding on for three weeks now that I swear to God we're going to do next week. We have to do it next week. And we got... Uh Dr. Uh, Dr. Reamer versus Dr. Ron. That can't happen next week, but maybe the week after we can get that done. And I want to say thank you to my Capitol Hill buddies who are going to be taking me out for a night at the Titty Bar. And I suppose we're probably going to hit up Washington, D.C., but I'm going to throw out the thing about, hey, why don't you guys pay for nights up in Baltimore and West Virginia as well? We're going to stay away from Virginia. I want to thank you to Alyssa. Alyssa, and maybe now more importantly, her good friend Veronica. Who's probably giving that boss a happy ending right now. A little H.J. Yeah. Give me that job. I need to wait tables really bad. They go to GMU. I'm surprised they're going all the way to D.C. to wait tables. Aren't there enough? I'm I'm sure you can make a lot more money out in D.C. Yeah, but, I mean, is it worth the drive, though? Here you got Ned Devines and you got bridges up the street. Phenoms, what do you guys got coming up? Anything special, Mr. Phenom? I want to let you know we've scooped you. What do you mean? We've scooped you on a big story that's going on. Next, oh, you, oh, yeah, you told me about that. Next, that huge. Next week, by Curious BJ, the sports analyst, an exclusive with the hideout, interviewing the star running back for the Fowlerville Goats from Fowlerville, Michigan. Are they really called the Goats? They are, aren't they, Dubs? <laughs> gladiators. Oh, they're the Gladiators. Gladiators. My bad. Oh, if you say this, he's going to be upset if you say that in the interview. <laughs> no, I won't. Call him the goats. That's my angle now. <laughs> I want to thank, um, who else helped out? Punani, thank you for coming in. Yeah, my pleasure, sir. Of course, and Tommy. Tommy for helping out as well. Cameron for making all things possible. And for the great queer bobblehead. I, now he's never going to get me another I kid. know. You think he's ever going to invite us over back to his house? Nope. Didn't you tell me you did something crazy over at his house? I just sniffed his toilet bowl. Did you really? Yeah. Did a little sniff? No, it was pleasant. What did it smell like? Roses? Campfire. <laughs> a campfire, but a pleasant campfire. Like like he was burnt incense in the in the campfire, too. What's he been eating? Matches. <laughs> Matches and logs. Heard he eats a lot of wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thank you, Chirp uh, Neck, everybody who called in, everybody making the hideout possible on this great Saturday night evening. Punani? Yeah. Um, make sure you get our jerseys to us. Are you yeah, I'm, I'm all over that. And Fly on us, baby. All right, bro. Dubs, you ready to get out of here? Let's hit it. All right, we'll see you next Saturday night, 8 o'clock. El Jefe's Hideout 106.7. We out, bitch. Okay, we out, bitch.
I'll show you how gay I am. <laughs> I'll show you how gay I am. <laughs> Come up here, I'll show you how gay I am. You suck! You suck! 